Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Century of the Year, the only yeah. podcast that has the audacity to count down in not a countdown, it's chronological order, all of the <laughs> greatest pop culture events of any given year. And this year it is 2020. Oh, good. This year, <laughs> yeah. I, I wanted to do 1986, but we're going to do 2020. Um, typically... Uh, this has a lot of drinking shots of beer. Usually we would do a uh, fact from the year, and then we would do a shot of beer. Uh, but because of COVID, we can't really do that tonight because I can't have everyone just be mm-hmm. in their houses with their family doing 100 shots of beer and then going upstairs to their wife and their like pet iguana and being <laughs> like, I love my iguana more than you. And then a divorce <laughs> happens. This show cannot cause any more divorces. (laughs) We have totally changed up how we do this. Instead, I have invited, of course, all of the pop filter all-stars like we do every year. But instead, this is a 10-team battle. Team 1 versus Team 2 versus Team 3. Oh, versus shit. team four, yeah. versus team five, right? versus team six, okay. versus team seven, Woo! versus yeah. team eight, Woo! versus team nine, there versus team is. ten, and the they're all ball. going. Yeah, they're all going to battle to see who is the king and or queen and the king and or queen of 2020. Mike, yes. you are here. Hell yeah! Thank, thank you so much for co-hosting with me tonight. Also, uh, don't talk when I do not ask you to. So, like, co-host just means like when I throw it to you. But if I don't, then I don't. You know. So less co-host and more Andy Richter. Thank you. Actually, shut up. That was a little. That was a, a couple more words than I actually wanted. <laughs> All uh, right, Conan. Th- hmm. I- <laughs> Firm. It- is Mike is getting king and queen or queen and queen or king and king of 2020 a is that a good thing to have or a bad thing to have? I think it's the only thing to have. This is the year that other years people are like, I didn't know about that. And it's like, okay, you lived your life or whatever. This year, nobody's life changed in any way. We're all inside watching everything, so you fucking better know about it all. I wish that I had said that Greg was my co-host. I- <laughs> so uh, if you want to get to know the ten teams, then. Subscribe to Patreon because it's all on there. All the teams we got to know in but depth. For, in depth, like we know everything about them. But for right now, I just have to go to a break. What what the last game did for Michael Jordan? That Patreon episode did for each of these ten teams. Do you mean the last dance? <laughs> nope. Mm-mm, a new no. thing I'm working on. Something the last else, game. Ryan. <laughs> Silly. I. Uh, so yeah, I I don't know who is going to win. Vegas odds say that uh the taste buds are going to take it all down. Heck Although yeah. the handstands Woo! are ooh, making ooh, a jump ooh. to the top and the pro- the professors th- this is a different team. You don't know this. If you're not a Patreon listener, you don't know what these team names mean, but the professors uh a lot of people are saying that the professors uh, as a 1000 to 1 bet is actually a good idea. We're going to see. But when we come back, I'm not even going to like bring us back from the commercial. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, it's Century of the Year. Mike and Greg. Yes. January 8th. It's Megxit. As Meghan Markle and Prince Harry decide to bail from the royal family. 
for a second, I was like, oh my god, did Mexico like back out of something? Yeah, Mexico is no longer part of North America. Yeah, they're like, we're our own thing now. <laughs> it's called it's Mexico. Mexi- That's just who we are. <laughs> I have never been one of these royal family people, but now I kind of wish that I had been paying more attention so that I could understand. Well, there's a name for these people the Ku Klux Klan. <laughs> Wait, who are into the royal family or those who are not into the royal family? Into. They oh. love that shit. Yeah, it's how excited everybody was when this happened. Whether some people were very for it and some people were very against it. It made me like, there's a few times that I'm like, I wish I was into a thing. And it <laughs> didn't happen there. <laughs> I was just like, I don't want to know about any of these people. And they always say their first name. They're like, did you hear what Harry said to Alexander? I'm like, uh, I hate Who all Who are this. these people? Is this Hamilton? <laughs> But I do have to say... Stop! I'm- January 17th, The Roommates. For the first time ever, probably I don't know, the biggest box office hit of the year is released in January. Its name is Bad Boys for Life. <laughs> oh, man. I thought you were going to talk about Sonic. Same. As, like, the big you wanted Sonic so bad. I was like so ready for Sonic. I forgot that uh, Bad Boys came out. And you know what? Those boys were pretty bad, but not as bad as that little blue dude. <laughs> He's so bad you had to redo him. Man, that was the last movie I did see in 2020, so I did think that was going to be the biggest blockbuster one. I'm going to give the point to the chat, men, because you guys refuse to talk about Bad Boys for Life. Uh, Let's talk about the fact that this is is the third movie, and there's a four in the title. What the fuck? (laughs) I feel like, you know, it's like Fast and Furious rules. Like, it doesn't matter. It'll go, like, back in media res at some point and fix that at some point. But, like, we're get, you got to get deep into the lore at that point. And I don't know anybody who's that committed to bad boys to get that. I, cannot, I can't wait for the in media res movie where Sonic is in the bad boys universe. <laughs> That's time. Uh, the Chapman. Pamela Anderson. This is January 20th. Pamela Anderson marries for the fifth time. This time it's the Hollywood legend John Peters, former mogul boyfriend of Barbara Streisand. John Peters famously once said he didn't care where it went. He just wanted to see a giant fucking metal spider in some movie. Anyway, allegedly he paid off all of Pamela's debts and then she dumped him a month later. That giant metal spider, guys, was in uh, Wild Wild West. Wild West. Uh, Jim West. Desperado. Oh, he knows it. Point of order. I've been doing shots every minute. Nobody else is. Oh, yeah. My new rules. I'll give you guys a point, but new rules. I really didn't listen to the intro. Did you cover that then? I did, yes. Oh, no. giant metal. Giant, Giant metal, metal spiders. spiders. All I could think about is like Pamela Anderson gets a lot of shit for getting married a lot, but I feel like she should get a lot of praise for doing the marriages right. She got all her yeah. debts paid off. <laughs> So economically sound to be like, I'll marry you for a month, you giant metal spider obsessed freak. <laughs> <laughs> Pay my debts and I'll let you see these barbed wires. It worked uh, out perfectly in her favor. That's time. Uh, January 21st, Greg and Cassie. CMT, which stands for Country Music Television, mm-hmm. launches an equal opportunity pact, declaring that at least 50% of all music videos played on the channel will be from female artists. They are quick to calm. The, they are quick to calm their audience by announcing that 100 percent of the videos will still be by white artists. <laughs> you know what? With country music, like if we get one step towards women, they're so far back. We do have to take this as a win. Like we got Colonel Sanders and a little bit of country music now. So let's go, women. I'm sorry. Do you think that Colonel Sanders is a hit country <laughs> music artist? No, we got Colonel Sanders was Reba McIntyre. So let's go, women. We've we're we're, okay. we're making progress here. You know, I think part of the problem might be that female country artists now all call themselves alternative 
artists. Mm-hmm. So, like, it, it could be the twangiest guitars, the beat, most beat-up Ford pickup truck, and it's like, yeah, this is alternative. So maybe they just feel like they no longer have female artists. But we do have Casey. That's Nichols. time, January 23rd. Caitlin and McKenna, former Flames Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston hang out at the SAG Awards. Oh, my yes. God. Brand, oh. what is it called? Brenda Tiffer? <laughs> <laughs> that is the name. <laughs> this was a, a very big deal for like anyone who was really obsessed with that relationship. I didn't know it happened, but I was uh, excited to... No, I, and I like loved the shit out of that episode they you know were on and friends together so this should have been something i kept tabs on but no nope. oh man no i knew this happened and there was uh drama inside my greg home. you're in <laughs> is this like our the american version of a royal couple like <laughs> yes, no, <for laughs> these sure. two are like seriously every day there's people who are like so into it and they know all the minutiae of it and then the rest of the outside world is like what they are That's a royal it. couple. They rule Hollywood. Uh, January 26th, Mike and Cassie. Billie Eilish wins all four of the big Grammys. The first time in history a woman has done it. God, let's go women again. Hell yeah. You know what? This <laughs> yeah. year's looking okay. We're here for the women doing it. Even the scary ones. That's what, you know what? They always say she's scary, but I feel like her scariness comes from just being a teen. Like, that's... Yeah. Well, it's like when when you're like a rich pop-leaning teen and then you find the insane clown posse, weird stuff is going to come out of your heart. <laughs> Uh, I'm pop leaning. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) But honestly, it was a pretty good album. I don't know if it deserved all four, but I wasn't mad about this. Yeah, there's a good collection of singles in there, and then there's just random ones. I it's it's can she belt? Like, are are we sure she can do it? She can put together cool songs, but I don't know if if like the 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 power is there yet. And to get the big four, don't you need that power in your voice? Nah, bruh. Well, one of the, one of the big four is power. <laughs> oh, the Grammy of power? Yeah, see, she should get that. <laughs> <laughs> that one. That one was a big upset. The professors. Yes. Mm-hmm. Kobe Bryant, his daughter, and less famous people are killed in a helicopter accident. I'm not really a sports fan myself, but I understand that he was very important to the community. So. Remember when this happened in 2020 and we were like, you know what? This might not be a good year because uh, <laughs> Kobe This is Bryant probably died. as bad as it's going to get. So I guess this is probably as bad as it's going to get. But honestly, it's pretty dark time, 2020. Yeah, just it didn't seem like we were heading in a good direction when this uh, this news came out. Uh, I am not a sports fan either, but I'm engaged to one and uh, this devastated him. So... It, it definitely took a turn on our January. Um, but what I will say is, like, people started finally admitting that, like, his legacy was just going to be people throwing paper, uh, crumpled up paper into trash bins. And that was going to be his legacy every time they said Kobe. And I'm not sure if that's does, how he wanted to go out. So If it doesn't, if it doesn't make it in the trash can, you just say helicopter. <laughs> oh, boo. February 2nd, the handstands. Kobe. Jennifer Jennifer Lopez and Shakira perform at the Super Bowl halftime show. Oh, 
Fuck yeah. Hell okay. Yeah, they did. Did you guys see Zootopia? Because Shakira was wearing basically the same thing her character was we- wearing in Zootopia uh, on this stage. And I got to say, an this ode to Zootopia. Zootopia's dope. Check it out. Zootopia. Yeah, no, it was fucking awesome. And uh, my faves, uh, Jennifer Lopez and Shakira, fucking killed it. And there was a stripper pole and it was cool. And they danced it's like freaking heroes. And let's go, women. They dance like heroes. Let's go, women. Theme of the year. Uh, it pissed off so many conservatives. Yes, because uh, they hate boners and they hate moist vaginas, uh, and it did it all. And you know what? That's what the fucking Super Bowl is all about. Guys, why do they love dry vaginas so much? And flaccid penises. Who knows? Uh, yeah, it was fucking awesome. Uh, I think, honestly, the best Super Bowl performance I've seen in my lifetime. So um- that's it. That's a tease. Uh, the 909 is up a week, a few weeks after it bombs hard, Birds of Prey and the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn decides to undergo a name change and different marketing. Okay, like this was, I don't understand, I still can't to this day understand why this happened. And like, this was before they knew. Well, it had the word fantabulous in the title. That's fucking A plus right there. Great. When you could put, what is that, three words in there? I'm from Riverside. I don't know how many words they're putting in there, but I'm very <laughs> proud of them for combining it in a fun way. I feel like the kids should have jumped on that. But they it seemed did. enjoyable. And they had, like, it, I feel like what they needed to push was her training that she did for it on the skates, because her skating around, like, if they would have just showed her training for it, like, the name didn't matter. They just needed to promote how hard she worked for it, and I feel like it would have been a bigger hit. Does anybody know why this movie is actually famous? The only good part about this movie? Uh, Mike, you're in. Oh, I, I don't know why the actual why it's famous. I know uh, it's Ryan's famously wrong about it. It's a fucking awesome movie. But yes, Cassie's correct. idea is if there was like a intro documentary about Margaret yeah. Robbie yeah. training on roller skates, <laughs> this movie would have done better. That's bananas. I, I saw a 10 second gif of it, and I was like, "Fuck, I'm gonna watch this movie." So that was the effect it had on me. She also snorted. And Cassie is your general office. Yeah, <laughs> cocaine fuels everything good. So the Pikachu's. <laughs> the Pikachu's. February Pika, 9th. Pika. Parasite becomes the first foreign language film in history to win Best Picture. Hell yeah. Uh, I'm going to put on my professor hat for a second and say that I had a student who uh, was from South Korea. And the way she walked into class the next day oh, was swagger. so crazy. She was just like, boom, South Korea is in the house. Parasite. Have you seen this movie? Uh, and honestly, like, I had so much respect for her, like, taking that attitude about it because it's like, you know what? It's a, it is a dope movie and you get to represent right now for South Korea. Go for it. Stunt on them. It seemed like a really Caitlin. good movie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> That's Caitlin B. Caitlin. So we're just gonna dra- we're gonna let this last five seconds go. <laughs> Pika Pika. I, I think Pikachu's are in the lead right now. Uh, taste buds, February fourteenth. Replacing Replacing yeah. Detective Pikachu as the holder of the biggest opening weekend for a movie based on a video game, yeah. Yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog Whoa! also becomes Ooh. the biggest superhero movie of the year. Remember when they, they tried to release this movie like a year ago and people got a look at what Sonic looked like in it? And just, I have teeth! Looks like. <laughs> he should people, be cuter and more fuckable. 
But it's nice to see video games finally getting... Like, you can argue about whether or not Sonic is or is not a good movie. But I have to say, the fact that you can even have that conversation about video game movies... Same thing with Detective Pikachu. I know that it's not the strongest, but it has its strengths. The fact that you could even argue about video game movies is worth something. Like, Kaylin is in! Oh, yeah. Okay. So, okay. First of all, you burned Detective Pikachu, which is the fucking best movie of ever. Uh, And Sonic... Sonic... Caitlin is out. <laughs> okay, you can argue that this movie did a lot of good things for video game movies, but what it did in music alone was astonishing. There's a song, and they give you the whole right, lore. Everybody, shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut the fuck up. Roommates, here we go. In it. The Price is Right suspends production for a week when host Drew Carey's ex-girlfriend, Annie Harwalk, was pushed off a balcony by her current boyfriend. <laughs> what? Where was I during this? This happened? I'm living Wait a minute. Where were you during this? <laughs> oh, Do you have an alibi? Oh, no. No, they already have their suspect. They know it was the Price is Right guy. You know what? You yeah, can you never keep, trust him. You keep saying that they already have their suspect. <laughs> they, they got him. They bagged him. They tagged him. I, I'm in the clear here. <laughs> nothing, can be, nothing can hold up in court. But, uh, uh, ladies, Drew Carey, is, Mike, you're in. Yeah, I, I just look. If one of my exes gets pushed off of anything, I don't know if I need to take a week off work. Like that, that makes it <laughs> two days suspicious. tops, right? <laughs> that makes it more suspicious. That's really weird. That's a weird fucking take, man. Guilty. All right, let's move on. Uh, Mac and Mike. It's the Chapman. After 30 years of voicing the character, Hank Azaria will no longer be the person behind Apu Nasapita Met. Wait, Nasapita Petamalan? He he gives it up pretty willingly, despite many Simpsons producers saying he should keep it. This is gross. It only took 30 years to realize he was being racist. Like, that's, that's prime gross. This is the same man who played a live action character called the Blue Raja. So he has a long time uh, lifting from the Indian culture. And you know what? Slow growth is still growth. Slow growth is still growth, but it is a bad dive for Greg is in. I feel like that's his true talent. This is like 20, maybe 25 years after you wouldn't do this voice uh-huh. at like a party or in, or in mixed company. So it, it, do you guys it, remember Fisher Stevens from Short Circuit? Yes. Is that's that another robot? thing. No, yeah. it's the white guy pretending to be. Yeah. A white guy pretending to be a robot. <laughs> how, <laughs> white, how dare he? The Mickey Rooney role? <laughs> Just a buck-toothed robot. That's time. Uh, February 24th, it's the drop mix. Harvey Weinstein is sentenced to 23 years in prison. Fun. Got a fun one. Yeah. Despite despite the trial being over, more and more information will come out about his deformed penis. (laughs) Fuck that guy and his fucked up penis. They look the same, and I would punch both of them repeatedly. I'm sorry, Cassie. I, I do have to ask you... You think that he looks like his penis? Yeah, he's a <laughs> fucked up penis. He looks, they're just twins. He ate his twin in birth and it became his dick. Fuck that guy. <laughs> a lot of people will colloquially say you will refer to their penis as a little version of themselves. But in his case, it's true. It really it is. It really is. And like, not enough people were talking about that at the time. It was crazy. And I understand why. But also, fuck that guy. I don't know if I brought that home. <laughs> One thing that's so messed up about this whole story is he's being punished, and that's 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 good. That's how it should be. But like, <laughs> so many people around him enabled this, and it, there was a whole culture that's of basically serving up people to him. And it's unfortunate how much of that the gets old MacDougals 
just able to sneak into theaters and have most of a full run before COVID shut everything down, The Invisible Man is released today. Wow. This one was like invisible for my radar because I <laughs> love this movie who I know everything about. Uh, books, why don't you take it home? Uh, just movies about abusive exes and abusive men right after we're putting abusive men into, you know, prison is a thing, I guess. Uh, this movie was one that I thought like, oh, I'll see that. And then the more 2020 got 2020, I thought, no, I don't need to see that. So unfortunately, I haven't seen it yet because 2020 became more 2020. It, it took it from us just like, you know, it took the theaters, but it didn't take Sonic from my mind. That's for sure. Okay. It lives this is a movie forever. I would rather see than That Sonic. game's drop makes a point. <laughs> we love it. We gladly accept it. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Respect. Uh, yeah, but that, that man was invisible to me. Um, Pretty but- much wraps it up. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Elizabeth Moss, guys. Good actress? Great actress. Amazing actress. Oh, yeah. Love her water. Okay. Despite her beliefs. <laughs> Despite her beliefs. Uh, the Superheroes, one of two 2020 Pixar movies, Onward, is released. It features the first openly LGBTQ plus character, a Cyclops policewoman voiced by Lena Waithe. And is this openly LGBT the way they touted that in Star Wars and it was a half a second kiss between two characters we never got the names of? Or Which this- still made people furious. <laughs> but no, yeah. uh, Who were those ladies? I honestly I love- story. I saw this movie, the Sad Pants movie, and like I don't even remember that as being a part of the story, so I feel like it had to be a short moment. I just remember yeah, them dragging around. This pants. should be the movie called Traveling Pants, right? Yeah, is yeah. this the cartoon <laughs> companion to the sisterhood? It's and then it's the two guys just bring along their dad, and honestly, the the way they treat their dad's pants, un- disrespectful, <laughs> disrespectful. I in your father's pants, boys. They've never Try clean them once in a while. It. Honestly, they were kind of just like tossing him in the back of the van. I was like, "Those are quality khakis that you were just tossing like that." <laughs> did, did did either of them ever try to wear daddy's pants? No, they, <laughs> they did respect it in that chant. Shut up, the professors. Quite. Netflix has its first hit of the year with "Love Is Blind," a dating show where you're not allowed to see if your person is a babe or not. And I love that the professors are the ones who have to talk about this. <laughs> The crazy thing is, I actually did watch probably an even more garbage reality show than this called The Circle, which is so perfect for 2020. But uh, Love is Blind, so they like had to marry somebody without knowing what they look like? Yeah, Cassie is in. Video chatted behind a blind wall. Yeah, they did. It was fucking amazing. It was one of the best shows, reality TV shows. They did not get to meet each other at all. They were in separate rooms and they had to propose to each other. And then the first time they got to see each other was after they proposed. So sometimes, like one of the couples, she was like, ew, he's ugly. And they had to honeymoon together. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, it was real fucking good. And then after like a couple weeks, they got married, but only like three couples got married. And Okay, so that's how you do it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, right when Greg and Mac were about to have a conversation, Caitlin, Tasmanian Devil's in. <laughs> That's how you do it. This did. Mike and Caitlin, yeah. the handstand. <laughs> and this is a uh, uh, perfect group for this. NBA star. And can you guys feel like the dark cloud seeping in of 2020? NBA star Rudy Gobert laughs off the idea Uh-oh. that he has COVID and then rubs his hands all over everything in the press room. He has COVID. I'm sorry. What's the date on this? 
Uh, March 11th. Yeah. Okay. That's when all of us at this point are like, I've heard of this thing. Should I be worried? Mm-hmm. Nah. <laughs> Greg, you're in. Uh. Yeah, this is a weird moment where the NBA kind of took a leadership role in like uh, in American policy because this is the time where Gobert does this, but in just a couple of days, it's going to be their shutdown that leads to it's the like shutdown. Two days later, two yeah, days later, of, of basically everything and. Well, it makes Go, sense Mike. that they would take the lead because when cartoons infiltrated and started to steal NBA players, they knew how to handle that. So when okay, crisis yeah. hits, the NBA yeah. is the forefront. It makes sense, Greg, it on so sense. many levels. I didn't see it before. Thank you, Mike. Uh, Mac and Cassie, the 909. Ooh. Production on television shows begins to shut down across the country, but none more important than Riverdale, mm. a show that is still currently being filmed. <laughs> Honestly, if there was a show like if you if I could take bets on what shows would have still kept filming, I feel like Riverdale would have been high up there. Like if there was ever a group to like not take it seriously, I feel like it would have been Riverdale and they could have just wrote it in there. I feel like they could have just kept their cameras rolling and you know, videotaped whatever was happening on those sets. Oh, that would have been a season for them. <laughs> they didn't need the actors going across. That could have been a season for Riverdale. <laughs> Or they didn't need to use the actors. They switch it over to like a bear documentary. Just go set a bear out in the woods uh, and then watch the bear attack everything. Perfect. They didn't need to shut down. That was all season and two production anyways. was not an option for them. They had so many different opportunities. Okay, so this is why you raise your hand, other people, to stop that incredible run of points right there. <laughs> now moving on. Uh, are we going to the Pikachus? Thinking that we can wash all of this away. The Safe Hands Challenge has started. If you can wash your hands for as long as it takes Gloria Gaynor to sing the chorus of I Will Survive, <laughs> you will become immortal. That's yeah, right. we were so, we were so big on surface transmission, everybody. Like we didn't know any better. We didn't know what was going on. This is before aerosols, before even the coughing. We were just convinced that it was on the surface of everything. And that if we just washed our hands and just washed the surface of everything, we'd be fine. But no, or- it- It crept in on small cat's feet through the air into our lungs. The amount of videos that I watched of how to properly wash your hands, like the back, the front, like the little crevice inside your like thumb is crazy. Like I kept scrolling on any social media and there would be a new video. And And hand washing is a scam. Everybody knows. (laughs) I love the idea of Caitlin coming home from a hard day of work and saying like, all right, two hours of how to wash your hands videos. That's what I'm doing. How to wash your hands, how to properly remove a mask without touching the inside. I was like, bitch, I can fucking figure that out. Uh, Taste buds. Yes. March 16th, Vanessa Hudgens steps up to the plate and says about COVID, and I quote, but like, it's a virus. I get it. I respect it. But at the same time, I'm like, even if everybody gets it, yeah, people are going to die, which is terrible, but like inevitable. I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't be doing this right now. And (laughs) sweet. Sometimes our wealthy debutantes... Talk when they shouldn't, and I don't want to say it's the hottest she's ever looked. But watch oh my video. god, <laughs> how many points can I give you right now? <laughs> so hot, truth this, power. 
<laughs> the, this disease has uh, caused a lot of people to out themselves as being like, I really don't care if a lot of people who aren't me die. <laughs> Speaking of that, Caitlin, you're in. Yes. Okay. So Vanessa Hedges went wild on social media and just decided to film everything, including uh, giving a testimonial about a turkey or something, how much she loves turkeys. And then the next day she cooked a turkey. So Vanessa Hedges is my fucking bitch. She is 2020. <laughs> she is she wild is as hell. She said, look, people die. Okay. <laughs> March 7th. March 17th. The roommate. The COVID virus has officially arrived. Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson have been diagnosed. Yeah. <laughs> this was a weird thing because this honestly was the turning moment. This was when everybody was like, hold up. I think if it's going to take our beloved Tom Hanks, maybe we should like stay inside. <laughs> Not like, Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> Not our boy. <laughs> like before people were just like, oh man, this is for the olds. Like they're not going to take anybody we don't care about. And then it took Mr. Turner and Hooch the owner of Hooch, and then we were like, everyone sit down, mask up, and actually wash your hands. Apollo 13, Philadelphia, Forrest Gump, Captain Phillips, and the reference point is Turner and fucking Hooch. And so Hooch. I know the boy. And Hooch as well. We know who the real star of that one was. Oh my! If she were just talking about Turner, sure. <laughs> Hooch died from COVID. This <laughs> and honestly, I'm not looking Rest forward to when we get to there. The yeah, Chapman... The Chapman, the Rest second stupidest Gal Gadot movie of 2020 features the Wonder Woman star and her celebrity friend oh, infuriating the country <laughs> by singing Imagine. It was a week in. <laughs> we were a week in and their brains broke this bad. <laughs> it, they were all so saccharinely sincere. It was crazy. It was a week in, but it took another month for them to realize that was a bad move, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine we never sang that song. <laughs> Greg, uh, I, it was crazy how early in quarantine we are all started reflecting on quarantine. Uh-huh. It had barely, it had barely. Chris and Wim to tell us what's up. Well, a weekend we went. Well, it's halfway over. We should. Think yeah, it's about gonna be two weeks right now. Two weeks to slow the spread. Got to get the curve down, everybody. They got us early on that. Fuck anybody who's rich in celebrity status, though. They they let in with that, and the rest of quarantine just carried through. I do. I don't like that Gal Gadot threw Kristen Wiig under the bus because she was like the main person. And she went. Well, Kristen said we should do it. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> the drop mix. Greg and Cassie, just in time for quarantine, Nintendo releases Animal Crossing New Horizons Whoa. for the Nintendo Switch. When it Thank- came in and saved us is what you mean? I think you should have phrased this a little differently. That's oh, wait, I'm sorry. Absolutely- Cassie, are you talking shit? Hold on. Let me give the Chapman a point. <laughs> when you absolutely have to flee reality as quickly as possible. This caused Nintendo Switches to be sold out all over the world, and people couldn't That's get them me. for like months and months and months. Or you had That's to pay like $500. Caitlin's in. The Animal Crossing is the perfect game for quarantine because it lets you go into a virtual outside world and actually communicate with your friends. So it was perfect. And that, again, is what? just like, what? Why is this the only time she sounds like an adult? <laughs> She's a very What you have to know about <laughs> Animal Crossing is that we all wish to flee. But if Animal you will look at my PowerPoint. <laughs> when they go beep, beep, boop, boop, it hits me in my heart, okay? How do you She's escape back. without leaving your house? Animal Crossing answers this question. I take a little plane in Animal Crossing. I go to your island and we hang out. It was pretty fucking cool. I love it. Chop down every fucking tree on your island. <laughs> take all your fruit. Old McDougal's. John Krasinski unveils a new show called Some Good News, which tries to prove that the person who played Jim Halpert isn't a big, stupid dick like his TV counterpart. <laughs> 
Um, uh, this was just a delight. It was just something good out of the shithole that was 2020. I don't know if it was a delight because he then sold the idea, which uh, I don't know. People were mad about that, I think. That was weird, right? Yeah, it was that he weird. sold the idea. Like real quick, too. He, he brought it up real quick. He made it profitable. And then he's like, I'm going to sell this now. He went from my kids painted like a banner in my background for me to do a show. And to I will sell this to CBS for twenty billion dollars yep. in thirty seconds. Mm-hmm. Uh, Greg, you're in. Yeah, it it's, it shows how cynical like the whole pursuit really is, it, and it ultimately turned it into like that imagined video from before. It seemed like something that he was really doing to uplift people, and then the second you put a price tag on it, it's like oh, it was just another one of these cheap moves to try to get like some publicity. Do we do we like him? Is it because of Emily Blunt? Is he like? Is he a good guy? I, I think know, we don't like Jack him Ryan. because he did this thing. I I don't think I'm just barging in here. He, he I think <laughs> he made this thing and then it did well and he sold it. I don't know if that's on him. I don't think it was bad intentioned. Yeah, when he he sold, sold it, it after like, like six weeks though. Got, yeah, like, but if if but somebody's like, I'll throw you millions of dollars, I'll sell anything. For, yeah. after six weeks, <laughs> but even your soul. Kid. <laughs> the superheroes Adam Schlesinger founding member of Fountains of Wayne and the musical half of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend dies of COVID he had won multiple Emmys and Grammys and had been nominated for Oscars and Tonys and Golden Globes but it's not called G-Godding he was 52 years old he was a near god, and this hurt man so if Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson made it real I, I like the rest of the world only knowing like one song from Fountains of Wayne. But how Mike, much, is Adam Schlesinger a future puffer? Yes, because how much love and talent poured out of the re- all of his friends and crazy ex girlfriend and really like, everybody just let you know what he actually did for us. Fuck, man. It hurt. It hurt. And you're like, COVID is legit real. Yeah. COVID had like a death for just a year had a death that would affect everybody. And this, I'm glad that this was the one that hit Mike. Cause I knew, I just knew this would be the one to hit him the deepest. And I'm so sorry, Mike. Weird move, Cassie. <laughs> death hurt me. That's a weird friendship. move. <laughs> I don't know why you did that on purpose. The, the professors, thanks to Rona, the Rona Takashi 69 is released from prison and immediately buys what he called a fleet of luxury cars. So this is a SoundCloud rapper who was in trouble, I think, for messing with kids or kitty porn. I think he had like I think so info on other more elite. Yeah, he also turned rappers. Like, yeah, uh, I and I, I really Mike is in. Mike is why, in. Why did he have so many internet defenders if he is a pedophile? The the internet really defended this guy with his stupid face tattoos. But people were. I guess because they like his SoundCloud rap. But no, that there's one. Even everybody agrees there's one crime nobody's cool with, and it's messing with kids. Mm -hmm. I thought you were gonna say SoundCloud rap. (laughs) Yeah, SoundCloud (laughs) rap. That is the ultimate crime. If you go to prison and they find out you're a SoundCloud rapper, they're gonna give you a hard time. I I love lazy beats. The handstands. After eleven seasons, we all gather to say goodbye. To modern family. Look, 
I hadn't watched it in eight years. Did not know it was 11 uh, just, so long. We all know how Mike podcasts. When he says look, look. that means I have no idea Give what me I'm a second. to say after this word. I'm going to say something here. Hang on. This is going to be the worst minute of my life for this year. Uh, it was four seasons of a great show, and there's a reason we all stopped watching eight years ago. Wow. Look. I do know that one of the characters, the daughter with the brown hair, uh, she is uh, going <laughs> to be one. marrying a guy so classic. the Bachelor. And um, I'm very excited for that because they seem like a very happy couple. Uh, and again, The Bachelor was a pretty good show before <laughs> Rona. Now it's kind of weird because they just stick them in Palm Springs and just make them like do whatever. But does it? Caitlin, well, I'm giving hand points important? here. Caitlin, doesn't it make it more important? Because like now you're like, I wish I got to meet people. I'm going to watch them meet people in a weird way. No, it's <laughs> not. Because I like Bachelor because you got to go to cool, like weird like places. No, fuck and that. Because I, I, I don't like The Bachelor, but I like Love Island. And watching them hang out in Las Vegas <laughs> the meant suit- so much more. Because when they hugged each other. Mac and Cassie, <laughs> the 909. <laughs> Tiger King rakes in 34 million viewers within its first 10 days, becoming the official mascot of early core. This was the show that we watched because we thought nothing is more wild than this, because we did not think 2020 would get more wild. So we watched this in relief and it, it didn't, it didn't fulfill that because 2020 could proceed to get more wild. By the end, we were all just Tiger Kings, weren't we? Exactly. <laughs> in the end, we all were. This was a weird time because so, it was early on and it was a unifying thing. Like you could talk to anybody and they were watching this freaking show. They had an opinion on who was the murderer, who was worse to the Tigers. Like this was I think, a wild thing. Wait, who was the worse to the Tigers? <laughs> Caitlin is in. <laughs> the worst... I think the most wild thing is after all the show, we all watched the show and we were like trying to figure out who this Joe guy was. And we found out he was in prison. We found out this guy had Rona too, like on top of everything. <laughs> he got pulled into the Rona. The sequel to Rona? The sequel Greg to and Caitlin. Rona. Greg Caitlin, airing months earlier than scheduled because we were all at home. ESPN de- debuts The Last Dance, yeah. a 10 part documentary about the final season of the Bulls dynasty. It proves once and for all that Michael Jordan is a meme machine. They uh, handed Michael Jordan an iPad that said, Rona is the biggest story of 2020. And he looked up and he said, I took that personally. And so they rolled up the release date for, for this. And people were so, I was one of them, were like so giddy that they released it early. It really yeah. felt like that's even anything. Like these places could release this stuff whenever they want to. But we were like, oh my God, it's coming out early. And Greg, would the you best call thing it a slam say, dunk? I would say, honestly, I would say this is absolutely a slam dunk. Oh my Pikachu. <laughs> Oh my Pikachu! <laughs> if you if you love basketball, you're into oh, it for the basketball. But if you don't even like basketball, you're into it for the human drama and the weird cast of characters, including one Dennis Rodman. April twenty first, taste buds. Let's hear it for Real Housewives of Orange County star Kelly Dodd. On April twenty first, she claimed COVID nineteen was God's way of thinning the herd. She then celebrated. She then celebrated pictures of her and her friends lunching in Orange County and bragging about their lack of masks. In October, she wore a Drunk Wives Matter hat to her bachelorette party. <laughs> she, declared, she, th- she then declared Trump had COVID because he's 74 and fat uh-huh. and, then ended the, and then ended the year marrying a Fox News correspondent. I, you two are both from Orange County. I'm going to marry her someday. She's my hero. Look, to say that God is punishing us and to try to get it, is just proving that you don't think you should be alive. And I respect that kind of long-term suicidal plan. 
I uh, love the idea that both the county I'm from, Orange County, and the city I'm from, Huntington Beach, every time I hear them attached to a news story, just when I hear OC good. or HB, I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> and it's always the worst thing you could possibly imagine. People used to not know our yes, area existed. Yes. And then the OC. April 25th. The roommates, Cassie and Caitlin, the Pentagon releases videos of UFOs. Probably just to just. Dis- Probably just to distract us from 2020, it doesn't work, and nobody cares. <laughs> the only person that cares is Tom DeLong, and you know what? He's like, I was right, bitches. I was watching his Twitter feed Where the moment this happened. And <laughs> I'm not sorry. <laughs> it was so unreal because like, this was news that so many people were waiting so long, and nobody cared. Like The people who seemed crazy for talking about aliens still seemed crazy because they cared about it. They were like, no, they were listening right. <laughs> I think the point of aliens in this country has always been something to like occupy the conspiracy minded. And the problem is there are more interesting conspiracies right now. So now the government, I think, is actively trying to get those lunatics back into UFOs. And they can't because they're so up the butt of Q that like they just can't give into it. Well, especially the conspiracy minded. Well, hold on. Whoa, Mike. No, no. You're not in. No. Conspiracy. Mike wants to talk. We're moving on. Uh, We're going to the chat, man. TikTok passes 2 billion downloads and uses the quarantine to become the fastest growing social media app. The conspiracy minded only want to believe oh. in things that aren't provable. And uh, the, the right, roommates so are going TikTok. to get more points. Yeah. Uh, TikTok was something that I swore I would never download, and I have it now officially after 2020. And let me tell you, there are many different uh, little fandoms in TikTok, and it's an absolute pleasure. Caitlin's in. Um, TikTok brought me some beautiful music, and uh, I got to watch some people who can't dance do some cool dances. So I enjoy TikTok for the <laughs> entertainment that it has brought me. Um, it's, it's like Vine, but not as good. Um, but no, it does. Yeah, oh, it's better. Vine minus. Vine was better. Sure. It's Vine-ish. so weird. Like things like "Don't Sus- Be Suspicious" from Parks and Rec. People are, like saying it all the time. You're like, wait, I kind of know what that is. And they're like, it's TikTok. And you're like, yeah. I knew no. that thing from. It's weird that the, the, the little sound bites and how they are no longer in their context is fucking awesome and weird and very Dadaist. Mm-hmm. Very John Berger Greg, ways of seeing. The drop makes Greg and Cassie. Woo. The Zoom reunions begin as Parks and Recreation comes together for a quarantine special while Josh Gad, huh? Josh Gad gets the cast of 80s movies together. The, I saw the Parks and Rec one, and I have to say, I thought it made everything feel a lot worse. Uh, it's, come, <laughs> it's come out since then that, um, that what's his name? Adam uh, Scott. Scott. Adam Scott's mom had like just died, and he looked really oh, bad, in. really rugged. Greg's review of the Parks and Rec one is why I haven't watched any of them, including the Parks and Rec one. I, I liked it. I thought it was. I thought it was kind of good. But what, I appreciate you for yielding your time. As soon as just, I it, saw one come up, I was like, I will not be partaking of that. There's, it's gonna ruin this. Yep. It's a big, thick underline under how bad things are. It's like instead of having all these actors together, they're all at their homes where they have no chemistry because they look miserable. Just hide yeah. and watch the show again. Don't watch they, a reunion special. They all look like a like bodies that washed up on the beach after a shipwreck. Old Old McDougal's. Elon Musk and Grimes announced that the name of their baby will be, and I quote, There's nothing more elitist than coming up with a name that no one can pronounce even yourselves, because didn't she like, Grimes came out and couldn't pronounce it. 
the first time she announced it, right? Grimes can't. Why would she come out if she could just don't come out then, Grimes? <laughs> Mike, Mike is in. It's pronounced Tyler. Oh, is that true? <laughs> They're just spelling it their own way. It's no. <laughs> yeah, that shows what a weird decision that is if they themselves do you guys, even say it. Do you guys think that you will be naming your baby based on a bunch of numbers and letters, random letters? I'm going to name my baby Whoopsie Doo. <laughs> <laughs> your mistake. Daddy did an oopsie. <laughs> superheroes. The superheroes. Hey, guys. You're the murder story. hornets are here. Oh, no. And we all knew for the rest of the year, this would be the only thing we were talking about. <laughs> Was going to take us down. This was going to be what finally brought down all of Earth. I've watched too many movies to not know that in six months, this is what actually starts killing all of us. Yeah, it's real It's real disconcerting to know that at any point, these will come up. And uh, then we will, we just, there's no way to, for us to prepare even. Like, we know it's coming, and yet we're not preparing. Greg is in. Do these hornets have, like, knives or masks? No, Guns. I just think they have murderous intention. The murder hornets reminds me of, like, when you're a DM and you're running a D&D game, you're always throwing out all these potential plot seeds, and then you just <laughs> see which ones your players pick up and which ones they don't. Murder hornets feels like they gave it a shot. Nobody was <laughs> yeah. that interested in pursuing it, so you just move the fuck on. It's really the Soprano style of making a TV show versus the Wire style of making a TV show. <laughs> are you perfectly plotted, or are you just writing stuff and seeing what sticks? <laughs> I remember I remember news stories that in 2020 that would say um murder hornets are still here like yeah. you had to like remind <laughs> people hey guess what they're players? friends with aliens <laughs> uh professors yes. fx and matt barry introduce us to the one and only jackie daytona <laughs> okay yeah jackie daytona <laughs> uh-huh daytona is of course a nascar race mm-hmm. that is run 15 seconds mike <laughs> every year in Daytona with NASCARs. Um, Jackie Daytona is no doubt a fan of this or perhaps the one who uh, first invented, invented? it. Maybe yeah, maybe invented, invented NASCAR. Yeah. Uh, Mike, you're in. Look, oh my God, Daytona. was this the single best part of 2020? <laughs> it was the be- it was the k- comedy's gift of 2020 for him to be like, he's obviously not the vampire because he has a toothpick and a cowboy hat. Jackie Daytona is all of us. And when we want to escape and just run away from our lives. And to know the perfect t-shirt to wear and the thing that you think that white people say to other white people, he always had that at his cuff. My God, Jackie Daytona is the uh, the Macy's Day float or like yes. balloon of 2020. He's the float balloon of 2020. I love Jackie Daytona. I love Matt Berry. Don't <laughs> listen to any of his music. It's not funny. It's weirdly sincere and not good. Uh, the handstand. The handstands. Here we go. After just one season, Ruby Rose decides to leave the titular role of Batwoman. Reasons are not disclosed, but it may be due to onset injuries or the fact that being on a TV show is hard. She hurt her back in a stunt, and that was hard for her. And she listened to an episode of the Superhero Show Show, and that was really hard for her to hear how we felt about her acting. I love Kate Kane in the comic books, and my friend, this is no Kate Kane. I'm so here for Ryan Wilder. The new era of Batwoman has begun. Caitlin, did you watch the new Batwoman? I No, I stayed far away from it after I listened to the Superhero <laughs> Show Show, one of my favorite podcasts um, about this. She's still oh, rewatching fuck. Smallville. Oh. Rack the points <laughs> up right now. I was just guided in the right directions away from it. So, 
Caitlin, I can only hit your uh, team's button so hard, so many points. Like, yeah, I'm trying to do it. She must be like really cool or nice because like- that's it. Shut up, <laughs> Mac and Cassie. Ouch. Full House star Lori Laughlin formally pleads guilty in the college admission scandal and will receive two months in jail. A random black dude watching the trial was given 25 to life for watching violently. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh man, that's I the did... way the world works. <laughs> and that's Jesus. what 2020 showed. The um, I actually didn't know there was a Full House star involved in this. This was crazy because, like, even if you buy your kids to college, they're still just going to do keg stands. They're not going to get anywhere in life. <laughs> Greg is in. This is also the scandal that introduces introduced us to the idea that that lady from Full House is married to the Massimo guy. Right? <laughs> Her husband is like Giovanni Massimo, head of the Massimo Empire. And he he's in prison for way longer than she is. I think he's oh. still in there at the moment. Rival to Jack Stussy. <laughs> Find the biggest Stussy guy in there the first day and <laughs> kick his ass and then draw that S on his head. You take his sweet prison t-shirt right off his head. <laughs> That's it. Your team's done. Greg and Caitlin... Pikachu, Woo. Lady Pikachu, Gaga yeah. releases Chromatica to great fanfare, rave reviews. I don't know. Lady Gaga had a new album this year. Yeah, it's crazy because like if you say 2020, I'm like I'm thinking Fiona Apple. Uh, uh, but this, I, uh, this Caitlin. album I saw like a shit ton on online. Like Twitter was blown up, and I didn't even know how to pronounce. How do you even say it? Chromatica. Chromatica. Chromio. Chromatica. Okay. I couldn't pronounce it, but it, I thought it's it on Kaylin, it's pronounced lady. Lady. Gaga. Uh. <laughs> uh, um, I- <laughs> but the songs I thought were pretty bomb. I listened to the album after seeing a bunch about it, and uh, she's got some fucking boppers on there. So, But like I noted, we do an album of the year show, and I noticed that like hers was not even in like contention. Not, wasn't- did not even smell the bracket. And what was the review situation like? Mike is in with five seconds left. I listened to 110 albums of 2020 and did not know she released an album this year. Okay. It probably wasn't Ooh. great. Ooh. Taste buds. Hello. Kylie Hello. Jenner is no longer in the three comic club. What? As it turns out, she is not worth a billion dollars, but only in the high hundred millions. And that's why we all stopped caring about her. Yeah, that's why we decided we weren't even going to think She's, about her. Is she even anymore. self-made anymore? <laughs> she is an entrepreneur, though, right? She did take what? some money and turn it into some more money. What could she do with a can of Pepsi now without three commas? <laughs> <laughs> that's that. That's Kendall Jenner. Yeah, same fucking person. idiot. I do wrong, not know the difference between these two women. Wrong Jenner, dumb dumb. Yeah, give Pikachu's points for your yeah. We know. Uh, Caitlin's in. Okay, um, people were like venomoing her money in order to forget her back in that billion dollar club. <laughs> what? The- what the- we should die. A and, co- yeah, should twenty twenty. A meteor like, should hit us. That's insane. Rich that, people are better than us, and we should do whatever it takes to support rich people. Obviously, it's called oh. capitalism. This is America. That's fucking nuts. Yeah. All right. The roommates. All Viacom-owned networks, including CBS, Comedy Central, MTV, and Nickelodeon, suspend programming for exactly eight minutes and forty-six seconds. Displaying just a white screen with black writing that re- that reads, I can't breathe. Have fun with that one. I mean, like, it was good. Like, thank you for trying to bring attention to it. But a lot of people did the bare minimum here. And this was about the bare minimum. It, like, it did. It started a conversation, but also it, um, it made. McKenna's in. 
Yep. Hey, you know, maybe uh, for True Progress, try producing shows written by people of color. Try casting people of color. Like, maybe just not, you know, put a white screen and do the like little you can to start a conversation and actually make the conversation relevant. This is equivalent of posting one like of those black screen photos like on your Instagram. And then that's it. Not including any anything else. It's hard to see like a big network do something like June that. 1st. The Chapman. Leia Michelle tweeted about her rage regarding the death of George Floyd, and then Glee actress Samantha Marie Ware tweeted back asking why she was such a terrible bitch. Every day for the next week, dozens and dozens of former coworkers from each of Michelle Leia's or Leia Michelle's previous projects stepped forward to back Samantha up. She doesn't this is even why... get the respect of saying Leah Michelle. She's Michelle Leah. She's now. Michelle Leah. This is why I love social media. Not because it connects us with other people, because we get to know the real shit that's going on and call out people for being true assholes. Yeah, she was so obviously fake on that show, and there's a reason she's not on other shows. She is no, one, no one's surprised by this, right? No. no, she is Rachel from Glee. Someone just watched that show. Uh, <laughs> it, wait, it, it, wait hold on, Mike. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You said that. I'm going to give them a point. Ouch, because I watched that show? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You're a geek. Uh, And that is time. Uh, What have we got? The drop mix. Many celebrities stand up and speak for the Black Lives Matter movement, but few more passionately than John Boyega. When asked if he was concerned about his jeopardizing his standing with Star Wars and Disney, John Boyega began a deep, guttural laugh that continues to this day. Yeah, I, I, you know, now that he's like done making all those movies, um, he's able to freely talk about like his experience with this fandom, and it sounds every bit as bad as you would fear that it would be. And then yeah. just by simply like asserting that Black Lives Matter, he realized that like he was probably stepping out from that franchise forever. And honestly, they announced recently that they're probably going to discontinue using the part of the park that's about Star Wars. They're not going to talk about the the three most recent movies anymore. They're going to switch it over to The Mandalorian. And part of that, I think, is to get a little bit of separation away, not just from the disaster that was the movies, but from the really uncomfortable public relations, like things that arose out of it. And I'm glad he got to, like, find Caitlin and McKenna, June 6th. For one of the most important holidays of the year, the members of the Unnatural 20s recreated the SNL skit Dear Sister. <laughs> oh, man. This okay, moment so I- made everything in 2020 worth it, I just have to say. <laughs> All right. So it was one Brian's birthday, and uh, we did reenact the Dear Sister moment, and uh, I had my boyfriend play Ryan, and we did shoot Ryan dead in that video um just so everyone knows for context uh he did we have didn't a picture shoot of ryan, ryan dead we shot ryan old i just have to clarify <laughs> we shot true. ryan old we shot him into oldness um but yeah it was a piece of paper that was taped to my boyfriend's face so uh, i think it was an overall win and probably the best part of 2020 so ryan i'm sure you got some born and i'm sure you got to say that uh, use out of that uh your boyfriend has never looked more handsome by the way. <laughs> The real win of this was uh, getting everybody else's, like, just like, happy birthday, Ryan, you're great. And then us having to turn ours in separately because it couldn't even be combined with anything yeah. else that anybody turned in. <laughs> yeah, A for A for All right, Mike all and Cassie, June 7th, Mike and Cassie. Noted turf J.K. Rowling begins her months long feud against trans people. 
it's it's such a weird reaction to not be in the spotlight anymore because people are over Harry Potter the books and Harry Potter the That's movies so and Harry Potter the universes to be like you know what you gotta I do something Mike stir the kids up she like <laughs> I'm gonna be a turf for life she like saw I feel like wrestling was very influential to her as a kid because she was like somebody's got to be a heel here <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm gonna Concerned. go up against <laughs> it was that's not true though you don't you don't have to have her, a heel yeah so one will arise naturally her new book is about uh, a man dressing as a woman so he can kill women in see <laughs> see it see, happens it in real? my imagination. <laughs> McKenna, 12 seconds. I've never seen a grown-ass woman, it's usually like teenagers entering puberty, so fucking proud of the fact that she has a period in uterus. That's all I have to say. (laughs) (laughs) Greg and McKenna, the professors. Just a few weeks after Jimmy Fallon apologized for doing Chris Rock in blackface, Jimmy Kimmel apologizes for doing Carl Malone in blackface. Two days later, Hulu removes three episodes of Scrubs that feature blackface. One day after that, Kristen Bell and Jenny Slate stepped down from voicing black characters on Central Park and Big Mouth, respectively. 2020 was a time for reflection. A lot of shows reflected on the fact that they knowingly did racist things for a lot of time. (laughs) Yeah, like I... uh... For like 100 years or so. (laughs) I recently went back and started rewatching the cartoon Samurai Jack. And there's a there's a couple of voices in that where I'm like, hmm, if even if this is an Asian voice actor, this is not this is not seeming good. And I don't think this guy is. And then I would go to the IMDB page and find someone totally white. And it's like, okay, this is as bad as Mickey Rooney in Breakfast at Tiffany's. Like you're doing the same sort of a very uncomfortable thing. Mike, you have eight seconds. Are we still allowed to go back and watch movies from the 30s and 40s and enjoy the black actor being a black stereotype? Step and fetch it. No. Okay. Mike and, Ka- Mike and Caitlin. The handstands. Here we go. Uh, July 4th. Poor people finally Yahoo. get a chance to listen to historic. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> finally get a chance to listen to historical figures awkwardly rap as Hamilton is released on Disney. Plus. Oh, boo. You should have spent the money and seen it in theaters. It made me cry. It made me cry in theaters. I don't know if it could make you cry in your own house. Uh, as as a person who had to see it at my house and did not see it in a theater, I thought it was cool. I tried to listen. Greg to the is in. Um, but Unfortunately, yeah, when this came out on Disney Plus, it revealed that this musical has tons of haters, and yeah. now it's hard to like enjoy like it in quite yeah. the same way. Well, yeah, Twitter is very loud and anti, and it's like, can't we just enjoy things like that comic says? That even though I hate that comic and I hate the people who quote that comic, can't we just enjoy slave owners sort of dancing around and having yeah, fun? Dude. But it's, it's, but it's I'm sorry that slave heroes. owners know how to dance. But no, this this this. Uh, that's time we're done. <laughs> the 909. Here we go. Counter is on. Kanye West announces he is running for president. <laughs> <laughs> this okay. So when was this? What was the date on this? July fourth. Yeah, this <laughs> oh, was freedom. unreal. <laughs> this was unreal because so like when he announced it, big old joke, and then we all got our ballots. Big old joke, and everybody immediately at once was like, "Fuck, Kanye's actually on this." I forgot but about that. But as vice president, did you all notice that? Because he was not president on my ballot. He was VP on mine. <laughs> Yeah, he definitely, he got demoted at some point, and I think it's because, I think he got a little sad, and he was like, I don't want to be Prezi anymore. (laughs) I don't want to be fully in charge, I just want to stand up there. 
Greg is in. His whole campaign was just supposed to steal votes away from Joe Biden. And he was made yeah, vice so, president without even being asked. He was put on somebody else's ticket as the vice president candidate. Again, just to try to siphon votes away from Biden. A very cynical thing politically to have him run. Great and Caitlin, the Pikachus. Here we go. A pontoon boat containing a sleeping four-year-old is found. Five days later, they would find his mom, Glee star Naya Rivera. R.E.P. That was really sad. Um, but... <laughs> uh, it was sad. I will give you points for saying it's sad. <laughs> the- Having but human emotions cool. gives you points, Caitlin. <laughs> Woo! It- Big year for Glee. But let me tell you, kids are cool and they have some cool shows out there. Um, there was like the High School Musical, the musical, the TV show that is uh, on Disney+. Plus. That was really cool. And that is all played by kid characters who I think are awesome. But Kenna is in. <laughs> all right. I think this was really sad because it just came off of the run of calling out all the racist acts of the Glee Family. Yeah, Leah Michelle got destroyed. All of the you know shit, and then she had to go. Like it was just a really sad moment because we were making progress on calling them out. Yeah. Why couldn't the bad one die? That's what McKenna said. <laughs> exactly. I'm sorry. Let's let the racist die and not the good people. Send the Karen to Karen. <laughs> Taste buds. Here we go. Hulu attempts to out Netflix. Netflix and save the rom com their own way. Palm Springs is released on Hulu. Hell yeah, it was. Woo! This movie. I'm so glad you two have this one. <laughs> it rules. And finally, like we've known for years, Andy Samberg is great. But finally, after she was misused and mishandled in How I Met Your Mother, everybody can know that Christina Milotti is a fucking God's treasure. This, uh,. We were thinking about maybe doing this movie for the 2020 movie of the year, and I was going to pick it as mine, and then I backed off. And I have regretted that since then, because I think there might have been depth to this movie that uh, we didn't quite get to explore in the in-depth way we would on our podcast. This now, like, uh, Russian Doll was like, maybe Groundhog's Day is its own genre, and this movie was like nailed that like it fucking for sure is and, and what's so everybody's gonna keep doing <laughs> what's like so, this the whole time what's like, so comfortable yeah. about that is it takes like n- no time to explain the premise or to be like yes. i can't believe this is happening you're just in it and you're going and it feels so good we get it cassie and, and caitlin cassie and caitlin hold on let me restart the clock because of these fucking rude assholes <laughs> wait release date when release dates across just a couple of weeks, Trump Tell All Books, written by John Bolton, Bob Woodward, and Trump's niece, Marielle Trump, hit the New York, Times, New York Times bestseller list. The release of the books completely changes Trump, and he becomes an all-time gentleman. I do think that he did did become a better president after that, yes? Cassie and Caitlin? <laughs> mm, I believe so. If the record mm. would show, mm-hmm, I think it was. He became a giant piece of shit. Fuck that guy. <laughs> if you ever need me to come in and say, fuck that guy, I'm here for that. And honestly, fuck Trump. Yeah, he's no longer Greg is in. Bold. Brave. I, I read... I read two out of three of those. Um, the the Woodward one portrays a president that like doesn't seem to be able to understand how to be president. And in that book, Woodward is kind of like telling him, like, don't you want to handle this coronavirus thing? And he's like, no, nah, I'm good. Uh, but the one by his niece is really scary because it portrays him as so flawed that there's nothing that anyone could do to fix him. No, he's a broken, broken, broken person. And he has been. The reason he seems four is because that's when he was broken and he's never, ever recovered. And he was taught by his father to be vindictive and cruel. And so that's the only thing he understands. Hell, yeah. Hell yes. <laughs> the Chapman. Accusations surface that Ellen DeGeneres may not be an awkward, nice dancing person, but a raging bully <laughs> fucking asshole. 
Other accusations come out that the higher-ups on the show commit sexual harassment at a nonstop rate. That isn't true, Ellen. It is it is it is obvious that for you to be this powerful for this long in Hollywood that you're probably a piece of shit. No matter just, how Yeah. No matter how uh groundbreaking you were in the late nineties when you were on a show with Jeremy Piven that I for sure watched as a child. <laughs> I, I don't think any of us were surprised by this. Like she no. makes her entire show out of like making people scream or like terrified so, <laughs> so she does terrified. it for real and me why are we being surprised off air and for Greg sure is all in. of her executive producers have that matt lauer button the story of ellen is really sad if you think about it she lost her show in the 90s for coming out as being gay and then when she op- when she started this talk show the same people that kicked her out of her show on abc in the 90s are the people that like have imprisoned her as this dancing uh, almost like caricature. She is so miserable because, like, she has been so mistreated by this culture. And I know that Second she's. Jive. I know that she's very rich and everything, but honestly, her story is a tragedy. And it's ruined her as a person, and she is a bad person. Right. But she's like, a great example of you can be hurt and a victim and. The drop the mix! <laughs> In the Greg Cassie. Will Smith and Jada Pinkett speak openly about the entanglement, which is their marriage. Oh yeah, is this where he just like wept openly? I don't know because they sitting at a red table. Yeah, it's a YouTube channel that uh, is it. Jaden runs that, or one of them. Like literally, it was the most wild thing. It was like if I brought my divorced parents, these ones are together. (laughs) But it was like, hey, come talk about like why shit didn't work at this table, and I'm gonna film it and put it out. It was fucking wild. I think they were saying McKenna's in. Well, and it's just like people trying to pretend that it's totally okay if you continuously have relations with other people, but then bringing up all the things about how they're not okay with having relationships with other people in their marriage, but then going afterwards and saying, no, we're still okay with having relationships with other people. (laughs) It's just uh, they're creating their own cycle of hell. All right. And that is time. Uh, Caitlin and Mac, that is the old MacDougall's. Dr. Stella Emanuel steps forward to solve the COVID epidemic. She believes that hydroxychloroquine will cure COVID-19, which your president believes as well. But Dr. Emanuel also believes that most ailments in humans stem from the demon seed injected into them when they dream about having sex with demons. Oh. Caitlin and McKenna. Yes. Caitlin and McKenna, please solve this issue. I constantly get sick because I constantly dream about having sex with demons. Like, this is accurate. accurate. Mm, like, mm. I've been on this show regularly not having a voice. You know what happened oh, the night before. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> That's also it, why I'm not sitting for today's recording. <laughs> is it a lot like... It's a lot like when uh, Dan Aykroyd got that blowjob from the ghost in Ghostbusters. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Give it up. That's a premiere moment in cinema history. And just ghosts love BJs. <laughs> Get slimed is what they said in that movie, right? <laughs> Superheroes! Beyonce releases Black is King on Disney+. Plus. The series of short films is like music videos, but also kind of like Lion King stuff. It if you didn't know it had anything to do with Lion King. Yeah. Twenty minutes in, you're like, wait, does this have to do with Lion King? Uh, and that's fine. It didn't make it not enjoyable. It was fucking phenomenal, and I do think it no. took COVID in 2020 to make us. Because uh, growing up, I loved MTV and I loved the box. Uh, shout out to Pennsylvania local uh, music video channels. Uh, 
it made us be like, wait, I like not linear sort of storytelling again. Because I do think we've lost that kind of attention span. And it you, helps gain us back, and only Beyonce could. You don't find it like <laughs> interrupting to tell the story of Black Life on the planet, where every time, like every ten minutes, Timon or Pumbaa comes up and's like, "What's up, guys? <laughs> Let's fucking rock out." No, all right, here we go. Greg and McKenna, the professors. Taylor Swift's album Folklore dropped out of nowhere and went on to be the biggest selling album of the year, selling twenty six million copies on CD, compact disc. We were talking about conspiracies earlier and how, like, nobody cared about the UFOs. If you do not care about QAnon, but you care about another conspiracy, it's probably related to Taylor Swift. <laughs> People got their corkboards out, man, and they were, like, talking about, like, the number of braids in her hair. And, like, <laughs> it got deep. It got deep and scary. People are so intense when it comes to figuring out what every Taylor Swift song means, what it, like, how many albums are coming out, Caitlin's or in. tracks. Oh, holy shit. Oh, yeah. No, the Taylor Swift fans are crazy and they get rewarded for it because the, the best <laughs> Taylor Swift fans do get to meet her. And that's not a joke. You have to find out who her publicist is. You add her on Twitter. There's a whole system in order to actually meet Taylor Swift and become her quote unquote best friend. Um, so shout out to those people counting the braids and everything because apparently it meant something. I think there was 13 braids, which is our favorite number. So, um, oh, yeah, it was a good wow. album, though. So deep. <laughs> Mikey, the handstands, here we go. Reese Witherspoon begins an Instagram oh, yeah. trend called the 2020 Challenge, where you put a pretty picture of yourself next to a picture of you, you looking like shit in order to show what the year has done to you. Yeah, I do that a lot, but it's always <laughs> looking the same. <laughs> Thanks, Reese. Is it, a, is it a 10-year challenge? Is that the one where it was like a 2010 versus 2020? No, I think it's 2020 versus 2020. Ah, yeah, shit. It's, here's how I looked in January. Here's how I looked later. 2010, I was fatter, so thanks, 2020. Damn, Greg is in. You know what? I, I want to see a challenge where uh, someone takes a picture of themselves when you accidentally turn on the phone and the camera's pointed at you. <laughs> That's a challenge I want to see. Give me your looking down over your and own chin. The super chin challenge. You can play the Taylor Swift game, though. How many chins you have obviously means something. Uh, 13. Great. Great, great, great. Mike and Cassie, the superheroes, we have been informed that there are some hoes in this house. Uh Uh-oh. As Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion have released some wet-ass pussy. Man, this was the most unifying yet, like, (laughs) <laughs> it set a line here. It was either you were down for the pussy or you hated women were the two sides. <laughs> yeah, you were Ben Shapiro or you're the rest of the world. You admitted your wife was permanently sandpaper dry. <laughs> Which is what he bragged about, right? Yeah. He was like, yeah. all these liberals making their wives so wet. I like a dry-ass pussy. <laughs> they, it, here's the, like... 2020 was awful, but this made me feel like a 12-year-old boy again. And I'm fine with admitting that. It is distracting to think about this music video. It's awesome. And even Snoop Dogg sucks. All these old fucking dudes are like, this is inappropriate. Bro, your album was called Doggy Style in the 90s. Fuck you. It was like, this was with, like, they got the most badass women and they were just like, fuck it. Let's go full force on this. Like, people are stuck inside. Let's sing about our pussies. And I'm here for it. Macaroni on a yeah, pot. Greg stuck and Caitlin. Stuck inside. Ba, ba, ba. 
Greg and Caitlin, the Pikachus. After months of delays, Warner Brothers finally releases Tenet in the middle of a quarantine because Christopher Nolan said so. Almost no one went to see it. (laughs) Yeah, uh, like you could not actually come up with a worse activity for this particular pandemic than going into a space (laughs) and respirating (laughs) into it for two hours. Next to a bunch of other people who are respirating for two hours. You could even have a mask on in that environment and you're going to get Corona and you don't want to die because you had to see a Christopher Nolan I wanted to see Teddy. Come on. You don't want that to be on your tombstone. Mike's in. Nobody's dying for a director who thinks he's smarter than all of them. (laughs) Fuck that. I'm going to die for a director who thinks he's equal to me at best. I'm going to pay $20 to see Trolls the movie rather than see Tenet in movie theaters. Trolls 2 war All right, hold on. We're going to save that for later. Let's do one more. August 17th, the taste buds. The National Weather Service warns California of a pyrocumulonimbus or a fire NATO. And this is what 2020 is. Yeah. uh, What has happened, especially in California, is we have each type of natural disaster. And so we've like now had to start sort of, yeah, combining them. Fire natives. Yeah. A lot of times like an earthquake will will pick up a mudslide, you know, (laughs) throw it right down your mouth. It's there's so much you got to do in a day that we have to triple up on our natural disasters. Yeah, definitely. Can can you guys come up with a more dangerous thing a dangerous mixture than uh fire nato uh whirlpool vagina dentatus honestly <laughs> the, the the creators of shark nato were like you know what that's actually a better one you guys came up with a better one it's also more likely right. <laughs> hey good job we're out game I recognized game it. game recognized game casting caitlin august 28th Chadwick Boseman passes away at age 43. Fuck. Fuck. Oh, man. This That's... got us all. Uh, because, n- first of all, no one knew he was sick, uh, let alone had, like, stage three cancer or worse throughout all the filming of not only Black Panther, but basically Black every Panther. movie he was in. Um, Ma so, Rainey. Yeah. Talk about the fucking strength of this man to pull that off, do all those interviews, not tell any word. Also, the strength of his inner circle to be like so down to not share what was going on in his life. Like he just wanted to do this. He made a beautiful movie. He was fucking great, man. It This is a real bummer. And he didn't say anything even when people on Twitter were fucking assholes for calling him out for being too skinny or whatever. Yeah, they were saying not like he saying looked- anything. And we didn't find out later until those Twitter people were even more assholes than we already thought they were. <laughs> you know what? People on Twitter? Assholes. Did you know that? Did you, did you know that? <laughs> hey, Chad- the Chapman! A lawsuit is filed against Jamie Spears as hashtag free Britney begins to take over the internet. Later, a judge will quash the movement and leave her father in charge of her estate. I didn't know Jamie Lynn had anything to do it's with it. It's not her. Jamie Lynn. Her father's name is Jamie, and you know that, Mike, and you're being I a jerk. I did not know that. Okay, <laughs> good to know right now. I don't like the narcissism when parents name their kids any part of their name. <laughs> this was like a wild internet push and social media push. Caitlin's in. It was very much... Uh, I'm going to cut Caitlin off because it was very much like the uh, rest of the internet saying wear a yellow shirt next if you are actually in trouble and then pushing this whole lawsuit to happen. But did you see her fucking videos that she made? Like she was clearly there's something going on where she was like being held hostage. She probably needs help 
But yeah, Jamie Notlin help. Spears is not the person <laughs> to help her. He's a villain. It, she is in her house. She burnt down her hey, house. Hey, sometimes times we burn handles. down her gyms. That <laughs> the drop makes. Hard. The drop makes. Despite a cop-loving star and a thirty-dollar price tag, Mulan premieres on Disney Plus and is a big hit. I just have to say one second about Britney Spears that when she burned down her home gym, this was her explanation. Her explanation was, I had two candles and one thing led to another and my gym burned down. <laughs> I love that my you excuse know what? for everything. Sometimes candles do down, bring down whole places. Like, that's not a lie. So I could, uh, I could believe it. Are we paying $30 to watch movies in our own homes? Is that uh, something we're doing? Only 20 20 I stole it, so. Yeah, that should and be it's, the only way. You I'll had to already it. have a friend that had Disney Plus, right? That's to even me, be able Buster. To <laughs> no, Mike, don't tell them. Oh. <laughs> Let them this know. is the sweetest deal I got going. <laughs> but yeah, when money was tight, there's no way I'm going to spend 30 bucks to watch this shitty Mulan. There was no They're not way. even. They don't even have the song, Wait, I'll Make a Man Do they get down the business you. to defeat the Hunts? Absolutely no, not. They They're don't sing at all. That. They're not. They specifically said the thing you love. Oh, MacDougals! It's announced that season twenty-one of Keeping Up with the Kardashians will be its last. Twenty-one. Wow! The true tragedy of twenty twenty. Oh has man! Been <laughs> so <laughs> this sad. This is what broke us all. We uh, should send Kylie didn't more it? money. <laughs> what? It did what? I think. It, I think another like network picked it up and was like, "No, oh, this show's still okay. good." This no, no, no. Got, no like, they, this is this is the twenty-first season. The twenty first season will be its last. They don't. Do they do seasons like every year? Is this no? Is, they is, have to do like three a year. Has this been on for twenty one yeah. years? No, no it no. has not. That's been. how old no. I am. They haven't been on. Really. <laughs> I don't know, Ryan. I haven't been keeping up with them. Oh Christ! <laughs> this show. Okay, so I when it first came out, everyone was talking about it, and I tried to watch it, and I never got into it because it's not entertaining. And the fact that it's over is is long overdue. No one should be watching this. They are garbage. It's like everything we hate about culture emphasizes. Yes. They're writing Kanye <laughs> off the show. <laughs> with divorce, <laughs> with divorce as the excuse. Uh, no. Keeping up with Kardashians, it's long overdue to be out, and um, I'm so glad that they have decided. Wait, hold to on, Caitlin. With divorce being the excuse, that's how my dad was written off my show. <laughs> <laughs> and did the audience? All right, out? superheroes. Herman Cain tweets out that it's time to stop wearing all of the masks. Six <laughs> weeks after he died of COVID, the literally the funniest thing to happen all year. <laughs> This is what the Ghostbusters were up against. Sometimes it feels good to see an asshole get his. And like, you know what? This felt good. He He's tweeted so much since then, but that that was his first tweet is, irony is dead. Every part of comedy. Herman Cain is dead. Irony got COVID at the Tulsa rally. <laughs> it's, it's so funny. I hope whoever tweeted that went, this is the funniest shit in the world. But Her- <laughs> Herman, Herman Cain went out to those rallies and he's like, look at me. I'm fine. <laughs> and then fucking died as hard as anybody Never died. Never trust the white man. That's the rule. <laughs> All right. Su- superheroes, you get one more. Uh, Greg and McKenna, the professors, the Billy Eilish of television shows is Shit's Creek, as it wins more Emmys in one year than any other comedy in history. Shit's Creek 
was one of the comedies I felt like that got in really early on the return to like feel good and genuineness. You know, in nineties we we had like the beginning of a trend of like the uh, comedies where the stakes didn't matter, where nobody was good and nobody mattered to one another. Shit's Creek like is brave enough to make you care about all its characters and still find a way to make jokes that aren't necessarily at like their expense or, or aren't mean to them. And I'm going to really miss this show. It felt like a group of friends. And I am right now looking at my uh, Moira Rose Funko Pop. Uh, you have one? Oh, I do. People. I have a Moira Rose Funko. I have this one. This show is great because it ended at the perfect time. And it ended when we all would still yeah. miss it. And we wish it would happen. And I feel like the show is like the antithesis. antithesis I can say that word. Mike and Caitlin. The handstands. Here we go. Cake boss Buddy Velastro has entered by his at-home bowling alley. When his hand gets, st- when his hand gets stuck underneath the pin resetter, he then watched a metal rod impale his hand over and over again before he can get it out. Hey, we all gotta live our own 127 hours. No. And the fact that he thought that rod was made of no. cake and it obviously was not—that's gotta hurt. Buddy, how did I not know this? Oh, First of all, buddy. big, big fan of cake shows, especially Cake, cake Boss. Boss. Oh, man. I cake show? Believe- cake show? No, because there's Ace of Cakes, too. It was very good. Cake Boss. But, uh, man, I did not know he got impaled multiple times in his hand. Multiple it, times. It, hey, move it. Hey, buddy. Alley. Move it every time it gets out of your hand, uh, idiot. Yeah. How about that, Tum Tum? Move your hand. You know where to put a cake, but not a hand? He's the guy in Austin Powers. He's just screaming no as the bulldozer slowly yeah. rolls towards him. <laughs> Mac and Cassie, the 909, <clears throat> October 1st, Donald Trump has COVID-19. Whoa. Oh. Oh, yeah. This the is one. the moment we thought things were going to turn around. Because <laughs> we all thought he was going to die, right? Like, that was that was universal yeah. truth that was accepted. Carnivalesque. When, when we it, all came together, prayed as hard yes. as we could, and was like, let this fucker die. And it felt so good, yet then followed by... Complete disheartening once he didn't die. Mike is in. The proof that there is no God is that he did not die and <laughs> also learned zero die. negative lessons. He learned negative lessons. Remember him taking the mask off before he went in back into the White House? What a what a fat piece of shit. The God biggest like the most amount of joy I experienced was announcement him getting COVID and then seeing him still walking around was like the lowest. Oh. Like it was the biggest roller coaster. <laughs> seeing I, him having that trouble breathing. Pikachu's! Pikachu's, Greg and Caitlin. The Irish Supreme Court determines that the bread that the Subway Sandwich franchise uses cannot legally even be called bread. <laughs> Yeah, it feels really good how many of the foods we eat on a day-to-day basis are not technically food. Also, it's like not you... six feet, e- or like the six-foot like it's sandwich. Not six it's foot. not six <laughs> feet. Like, it's all And alive. this party sub is not a party. <laughs> no. It's just me with a six-foot sandwich. Somebody love... tells lies, and that's it. <laughs> I love thinking about how there's some sort of Irish show that's like Subway CSI, where they go in and figure <laughs> out all this stuff. <laughs> When your culinary tastes are being owned by the Irish, that's really rough, dude. I'm fat, so I burp and fart. Oh, sorry. Ouch. That was an accident. I just meant to do that. Mike, you're in for six seconds. The only thing I remember about Subway is friend of the show, Josh, who made a lot of her music, worked there and said, 
his coworkers would just jerk each other off in the mayonnaise. Don't eat Subway. Oh. Taste buds, Mike and Greg. Here we go. October second. Netflix's domination of 2020 continues with the release of Emily in Paris or Emily in Paris, a show that everyone watches despite hating it. Yeah, it it feels like this is a a very fun, sexy show. Is it that? I I thought it was supposed to be like at least fashionable, maybe not sexy, but fashionable. Okay. Has anybody seen it though? No. 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 I watched some shit on it. Did, but did anybody like so? Nobody means. here watched it, but it seemed to me. Well, that Caitlin watched no- some shit on it, <laughs> so we have an expert. <laughs> I watched an epic takedown of it on TikTok, <laughs> but it seemed like no- nobody watched it to just sit there and enjoy looking at Paris or enjoy looking at fashion. Yeah, it was they all simply watched it to fucking hate it so yeah. much. I agree, Mike. With ten seconds left, Caitlin's Caitlin. in. Okay, so um, I do know some people that watched it, and um, it's not good, apparently. Uh, they only watched it to watch the hot dudes, which he's like subpar hot. He's just like a regular old white dude to me. But oh. Cassie, Cassie and Caitlin, the roommates, America sends over 500,000 tweets within a 24-hour period about the fly that landed on Mike Pence's head. <laughs> He's a dead ass hoe with his little fly on his head. Man, it was pretty funny. <laughs> what what I do love is what it evolved into is them photoshopping other things like Bernie on top of his head. That was pretty funny. Um, Bernie and mittens, I assume. Mm-hmm. Bernie, Bernie Bernie and mittens on top of uh, Pence's head. That was a fly. Yeah, there's a lot of layers. Had to one. sabotage early on. <laughs> there was there was I found out people watched these debates more like this is how I found out which people were into politics was if they mentioned a fly I was like fuck they watched it wow <laughs> look at them go um yeah it was very entertaining to uh have a fly being the most you know I don't know I liked watching the fly <laughs> even <laughs> the all-star even, even more entertaining than Mike Pence somehow yeah. uh <laughs> Mac and Mike, for a few days, Nathan Apodaca takes over the world by skateboarding down the street while drinking cranberry juice and singing Fleetwood Mac. This is how wholesome, this is the entertainment we needed at this point in time. We just needed somebody to be like, hey, remember Fleetwood Mac was great? Hey, guys, Ocean remember? Spray? Great. If we uh, could talk about Ocean Spray real quick, this company <laughs> holds up because uh, people were shitting. Uh, on for- Cassie's in, I guess. <laughs> I'm going to talk right now about Ocean Spray Ball and their cranberries again. because uh, people were mad that they bought him just a truck, but it's a family-owned business, and you know what? He didn't have a truck. They got him a truck. It was pretty nice. And a lot of Ocean mean, Spray on top upset. of that. He, they were upset they bought just a truck. Nobody's ever bought me anything. Right. Exactly, <laughs> Mike. That's a great the truck gift. is an absolute gem. Cranberries are grown in water. They were mad because yeah, nobody could buy. <laughs> but nobody right. could get ocean spray after this. Everybody bought up all the, the drop ocean mix. Spray. Greg and Cassie, here we go. Just six right. months after its huge loss, Quibi closes its tiny doors forever. God, how unlucky is this? They're like, okay, you know how everybody's always on the go. Like, you want to watch stuff, but you're only at your house for a short time every day. Most of the time, you're on public transport or you're at your job, which isn't in your house. It's in a different building somewhere across town. Say, well, when you want to get to that place across town, but you still want to watch something, you're gonna want Quibi. And then the very next day, nobody leaves their house for ten fucking months. Next day, ten months. It is. Laugh, eh, Mr. They J? Fucked up this, in a past life. That's what happened. 
this was the best joke that 2020 had. Like, we needed yeah, this dude. quickly it's to happen. Really... Like, all the stars, if you had if you had an IMDb page, you got a Quibi, and then it got canceled. <laughs> like, <laughs> If you had an IMDb, DP.IMDP page, then yeah, you were just talking shit on Quibi the entire time. Mike is in. Uh, my favorite short story. My and that is game. time. It is the most dangerous game, and I want to watch it. Caitlin and McKenna, here we go. Amazon unleashes Borat back into the world with the release of Borat's subsequent movie film. I watched it with a woman named Stephanie, a.k.a. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Bye-bye! Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, he did it! <laughs> wow, everyone. I have to ask, was there like a 30 seconds of dick swinging in this one, too? No, this one was more like period blood bouncing from wall oh, to wall. Fun. Oh, good. Wow. Uh, Mike is in. Mike is in. To quote friend of the show, Tompkins, Borat shouldn't be political. Borat should just be my wife. <laughs> should just say my wife. <laughs> um, K- these are the Caitlin th- and McKenna, do you want to earn any points here? No, I, I don't know if 2020 needed this or asked for this, but it happens. Both. <laughs> just yeah. Needed and asked. And it was fucking great. And if you didn't watch it, you're morons. It's so uh, funny. Okay. Damn. All, right. <laughs> All I know is Borat tried Go to watch sell more Shark Boy and Lava Girl 2, Caitlin. Yes, I will. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Superheroes. Here we go. Wait, hold on. No, Further, furthering the theory that Netflix created the quarantine, The Queen's Gambit becomes the most streamed scripted show in history. Since I joined the chess club in third grade, I said chess was going to be super riveting, and finally I was right. I got to see is this. I got to say, guys, that I uh, I'm prepping for uh, I'm prepping for uh, our end of the year shows, and I find the Queen's Gambit to be tepid at best. Ooh. Oh, it! I think it was a very very good show. I don't know if I would call it a great show. It got Cassie. me to give any, like, to care in the slightest bit about chess. So I feel like that in itself is a big feat. But here's why fuck you is I okay. hate sports, but one of my favorite shows is Friday Night Lights. The thing that people care about doesn't matter. It's how they go about caring Caitlin's about it that in. matters. All right. So Queen's Gambit. I didn't think I was going to like it. I fucking loved it. Second of all, the ending was actually really good, and it was a feel-good kind of That's time. (laughs) The professors. Here's what we do, the professors. That's what I do, proclaimed Barack Obama, as he buried a walk-off three-pointer after a Joe Biden pep rally. Go ahead. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, uh, they sort of like brought Barack Obama in as the closer. For the Biden campaign, he had sort of like been on the sidelines for most of it. But then when it was like, it's either Biden or it's this other crazy guy. Because he didn't want Biden, right? Yeah. Biden was his last choice. He had actively, I mean, there's there's talk that he had actively discouraged him from running. But when it was Biden or bust, he said, Biden all the way. (laughs) I'll go and prove you're not that racist is really what he said as he walked on stage. (laughs) (laughs) Professor. Yeah, you guys have 11 seconds left. <clears throat> well, let's just talk yeah. about President Biden and everything that he means to this country. He's he's good enough, everybody. Uh, good, <laughs> good enough. enough. Good, <laughs> good enough. enough. Good enough. And we're moving on to... The handstands. Mike and Caitlin, as accusations continue to fly between Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, one question that remains unanswered is who pooped in Johnny Depp's bed? Amber Heard says it was the dog, while Johnny Depp says it was Amber Heard. That means it was Johnny Depp. 
we all shit just, in Johnny Depp's bed. That's what really happened. Yeah. All of us came together and shat in his bed. Can't we just, can we cancel both of them? Can we just get rid of both yeah. of them? I, I'm tired of thinking about yeah. which one is right. Both of them can't, should be gone. Like, he can't act and she's never been in a movie. Can't we just get rid of both of them? They probably both are awful. Yeah, and they both shit in the bed. Actually, they shit yeah. in the bed. We shit in the bed. The dog shit in the bed. Everyone shit in the bed. It was fine. I can't. Like, I just want to be there in that morning where they both pull up the covers, and there, yeah. there's two different poops in the bed, and they're like, "God damn it!" She says the dog. He says her. All of that means him. <laughs> All right, nine oh nine. Here we go. 2020's newest hot boys in MS. MSNBC's numbers nerds, Steve Kornacki. Kornacki! I missed out on this hot boy, apparently. Shit. How, how hot was this boy? I can only imagine how hot this boy was. 12 seconds, oh. white. The, uh, Nobody the hot- rocks khaki pants like Steve Kornacki. While he has oh, obviously not slept so in 36 long. hours, he's sweaty, he's telling us facts and math. Oh, god damn. He's heating up! Okay, this is totally John King from CNN Erasure. All right, uh, John King is there, else has and he's working the map Karnacki. for CNN John every King. election. He has the experience, he has the know-how, and his map skills are unmatched. But does he rock khakis? He wears a suit. He wears a suit like a man not who's at work. Same. He's not a freaking farmer, okay? He's a map handler. <laughs> Steve Kornacki rocks the khakis. All right, here we go. Is Greg and Caitlin, famous Canadian Alex Trebek, is dead? Oh man, Jeopardy! <laughs> Jeopardy Alex Trebe- lost one. <laughs> you have to respect Alex Trebek though. Like he was like basically down to his last day. He was still fucking hosting. That is pretty cool, right? And he was like, you're going to have to drag my corpse out of this studio because I am going to talk to these fucking people and tell them that their stories that they brought to Jeopardy are boring. (laughs) I'm a dying man and you wasted three of my breaths to tell your story about your stupid dog. Get out of my face. I hope you lose. I do love that the replacement. Mike, you're uh, in. Caitlin, keep going. Oh, okay. The replacement of uh, Trebek is going to be that guy who won a bunch. So that's pretty cool. Ken Jennings. Jennings. It's not. It definitely is not. No, he sucks at the job. He's stupid shit. He's bad. I love you. Love being dead. No. Fuck that guy. Death? Oh, <laughs> fuck him then. Never mind. I, I retract that. I do not sign off what I just said. Ryan, right. do you have anything on there about Bean Dad? <laughs> no, I don't. Talk but about that... Bean Dad or Bean Dip. <laughs> <laughs> and that is time. Taste buds. Taste buds are up. <clears throat> oh, I'm that. It's guys. It's November 11th. Oh shit! Okay. In one of the greatest moments in American history, yeah. Four Seasons Total Landscaping becomes yes. the most yes. famous landscaping company <laughs> in Philadelphia. Yeah, Philly if baby. Tr- Trump's campaign yes. had every single day had a moment that you were like, if they put this, this is- in a drama or a comedy. <laughs> It would seem too, too tortured. I will to throw this script at your goddamn yeah. head. <laughs> when 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 Giuliani leaked brain goo out of yeah. the top of his head. <laughs> that was another good one. That was another good one. Hey, hey don't like we have some we stuff coming. The landscaping was the big hotel. I'm sorry we didn't double check. <laughs> yeah. 
But this is what happens when you can't ever say that you were wrong, even about one thing. We did it. You have to go to these collar. really like absurd Cohen Brothers esque extremes. Just to prove, no, we always wanted to come to Philadelphia's premiere. That was our intent the entire time. In between a porn it's theater and a crematorium. My life. You know what? My two favorite things in the world are porn and death, and I respect it. And That's time. My life. Casting Caitlin, Harry Styles becomes the first male to grace the cover of Vogue. Just so people don't get too confused, he wears a dress. He does indeed, and he looked fucking awesome in it, and it made people of mad. Course. But um, did you happen to see that, Cassie? I didn't see it, but this dude's style is—he is—it's uh, hot. To quote Mike, hot. Uh, he also had a fairy sexual album, and including one song, "Watermelon Sugar," that talked about all about cunnilingus. Um, so, <laughs> why did you say that? We're like, a Greg is in. <laughs> in some ways, 2020 really wanted to prove that it was actually 1980. And a dude wearing a dress caused like a kerfuffle. <laughs> Fuck off. Oh my God. I it's 2020. A I dude tried- can wear a dress occasionally. Dennis Rodman was wearing a wedding dress in 1999. Mm-hmm. Like, it's time to get over it, everybody. I couldn't realize, figure out what was wrong with the picture because everyone was posting like they didn't like it for some reason. I couldn't figure out why and then had to like read farther to figure out. Oh, Chapman! Chapman are up. dress no, before. November 13th, Jason Sudeikis and Olivia Wilde split after being engaged for seven years. She no. is seen later in the year with Harry Styles. Oh, he is Jason. son of a bitch. Maybe Sudeikis Ooh. should have worn a dress in the pilot of Ted Lasso. He is seen Which earlier in the year losing a wife on Ted Lasso. That is roof stoof. Oh, why Seriously, did he encourage dude? him to go to England to te- like coach his football team and his... Uh, Just go to fucking England, bro. Partner encouraged him to do this show. A parallel? I, I hate. I feel like that was her I escape. Hated, I hated everybody who said he shouldn't belong with her. Funny can often get attractive and talented. Uh, and can die for that. Mike, he went... He, he almost got married to or did... Olivia Wilde was Alex from the Seminole yep. Fox show, The O.C. She yep. played Alex... Seths can get Alex in my book, Ryan. <laughs> Honestly, if it weren't for sense of humor, actually att- getting like really attractive people, my wife and I never would have gotten together because she's <laughs> that hilarious. That is true. Greg and, and Cassie. Able to turn <laughs> mine she's hilarious and you are so attractive. <laughs> the drop mix. Here we go. Greg and Cassie. Emma Corrin is introduced as Lady Diana Spencer in the fourth season of The Crown. Dude, and a perfect Diana as well. Uh, you really feel for her, like mercurial and hard to to tell exactly what she wants, but seems like a very pure spirit and just so badly hated by her, by the, the man that she ended up being married to through no fault of her own. And just it's like so vicious and she's just so pure. It's so, it's hard to watch. Cassie, do you know who Princess Diana is? I know my mom had the bear and she was really hoping that that was going to yeah. pay for my college at one point. And all I know is that bear did not pay for my college. Yeah. So <laughs> a bear paid for my college, but I don't want to get into it. It's a long story. I wish you could tell me my mom about that bear. <laughs> His name is Clarence. It's all right. The whole thing. Let's get the fuck out of this. Caitlin and back. The old MacDougals. It's real that one of the most instrumental people in getting Moderna. A COVID-19 vaccine 
It was funded and gotten ready for public by Dolly Motherfucking Parton. Dolly Parton. We finally gave Dolly Parton the credit she deserves. This is one badass woman, and we have not appreciated her as much as we should have. So uh, I am here for Dolly Parton finally getting recognition in 2020 because she's done a lot of work. She does have big boobs. She funded so many things. She does. She funded those big boobs, too. That's for sure. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and that big hair, she definitely funded that with her money. But she funded a fucking vaccine. And then it comes out so that she's funded so many other things and supported so many things uh, back farther. I don't know. I learned a lot she's about that. She's donated like a billion books to babies. She's to like babies. one of the pioneers they for supporting the LGBT movement. Yeah, Mike, you're in. Uh, in the first five seconds, Max said she donned that work and her name is Dolly Part. I loved it. She said she put it upon <laughs> it. People should point that out and stop and cap. Books, 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 Six. books. <laughs> Moving on. The superheroes. Here we go. November 18th, Mike and Cassie. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are the president and vice president of the United States of America. Ooh, we'll see. <laughs> we will see. Isn't true yet. Who knows what Cruz and Holly have to say about it. I don't, am I supposed to give you <laughs> points for this? No, I don't know. This, this was the day where, honestly, like there was so many times I felt like we needed to come together. This was the day we all woke up. We all took shots. We all went on top of cars. Started <laughs> like dancing. every day, we take shots. But like it, it was so weird. There's so many times we should be like, I feel relieved now. Not yet. A little more. Just over uh-huh. and over and over again. <laughs> But this did feel like when the dam kind of broke, so right? Awesome. Like, yeah. this no, was second. This was second only to COVID day. <laughs> I the dam so. didn't break for me till the twentieth. Until no attacks happened in the Capitol, and he was sworn in. No dam broke for us. Pretty high standard, Mike. That's a pretty. You're, the, you're asking for the world there, big I've guy. I've been called a cynic. <clears throat> I think I'm a Shut up, the professors, Greg and Mac. Yeah. November nineteenth. <laughs> King of 2020, Rudy Giuliani, has another all-time press conference. Not only does his shitty hair color begin to run all over his face, he also blew a juicy sneeze into a handkerchief and then begins to rub that all over his head, missing all, missing all of the runny hair coloring. Two weeks later, testifying in Michigan about election fraud, Rudy farts directly into his microphone. Guys, Rudy Giuliani. So much to unpack here. I believe that Rudy Giuliani is either compromised by another government or he's in a weird sort of like relationship where some dominatrix is telling him he has to go out and do the thing that would be the most humiliating thing he could possibly think of every single day. You know those guys who are like constantly on TV pulling pranks like they each dare each other to do? He is living that reality. Practical jokers. Yes, practical jokers. He is in that. And every day the prank is on him. Or entertaining. (laughs) Mike and Caitlin, the handstand. After 15 seasons on the air, 15. Supernatural caught its final vampire or whatever the fuck they do on that show. I have no idea. I think Caitlin has a Supernatural shirt on. The vampire killed them. I do happen to have a Supernatural shirt on right now. It's been a family since 2005, my shirt says. Wait, this is an Um, heirloom? Since the year I graduated high school. You know what? I've never seen an episode. I think I'll talk. Oh, no. Mike, you can fuck right off. Because as someone who put in 11 seasons worth of work of this 15-season show, it was a... That's not the full gamut. 
No, no one not. could do the full gambit, no. Mike. <laughs> Eleven fucking seasons, Mike. Give me my praise. But no, the last episode I did sure watch that, and it was a disaster. It's probably the literally the worst episode of TV I've ever seen, let alone the worst episode of fucking a, a season finale of fifteen seasons. Oh, you went they, into Dexter then. No, I was not. But this was an episode that said, "Like, thank you, fans. You you come to our shows. You come to our like live shows. Let us shit directly in your mouth. Show their dongs." (laughs) Mac and Cassie, (laughs) Mac and the the nine oh nine, McDreamy makes his return to Grey's Anatomy. Oh shit! What? Mm -hmm. This this was how I realized I still liked Grey's Anatomy on Facebook. Because I saw this, like, popping up on my feed. This made me go on, like, a whole page. This was a very educational moment for me. (laughs) That's why I'm always afraid to tweet. That somebody will remember they follow me and then unfollow (laughs) as a result of my seeing my tweet. (laughs) Yeah, Caitlin, go ahead. Um, So, not only did McDreamy come back, but George, if you watched, like, the first couple seasons, was also coming back, which George was kicked off for doing, like, some controversial stuff, so I don't know why the fuck they brought him back. George left because someone was homophobic on the show. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. That's not controversial stuff. Very controversial of you. I'm sorry. I I thought he was homophobic. (laughs) I thought he was homophobic. My bad. (laughs) Okay. All right. Moving on. Greg and Caitlin. This is the Pikachu's. Woo. The ninth biggest movie of the year, raking in $35 million, is The Croods, A New Age. Croods, 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 Mike, you're in. There's nothing better than our Croods meeting the Jetsons' Croods, the we are Cro-Magnon and you're Neanderthal, and they're like, I'm going to learn from you. No, no, no. I'm going to learn from you. All I want to do in any given year is just be like the crudes, and everybody's like, yeah. All I want to do is crude, 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 no matter what. <laughs> okay, so I remember that there was an initial movie called The Crudes, but I thought that you referenced it because like, it's like nobody would even remember that. In what world did they make a sequel? And then it was the ninth biggest movie. We this remember, remember it, Greg. <laughs> we remember it. <laughs> <laughs> did you see it 35 million times? Yes. <laughs> Taste buds. The taste buds. Greg and Mike. November 27th. Monoliths appeared across the world. (laughs) Look, the world don't give a fuck about UFOs. The world don't give a fuck about monoliths. We're going to die. And we're just going to keep being like, party, party, party. I don't care. They put them out. And then they were found, and then they got moved to another location. They were found again, and then I guess they were moved somewhere that was way too hidden because there was kind of momentum <laughs> building them about again. them. But now people have not but found the monoliths for a it while. Went, it from, went from like Utah to Russia. It's not like it was moved close by. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> it was basically a song. It was all a song sung by that one band who sang "Where in the World Is Carmen Sandiego." Where in the world is shiny monolith? From <laughs> McKenna, you're in. Oh, I, I think like 2020 has made us less gullible, though, because normally monoliths in any other year would be like these magical alien produced things. And it, it was like, oh, no, that's definitely somebody putting that up. Like 2020 has Banksy. brought out the less. Mm-hmm. This is Banksy. Like, <laughs> yeah. Fuck that. We're like, we don't believe in magic anymore. Somebody pointed out that it's probably just like marketing for Crystal Pepsi or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Right. If you love the monoliths, you're going to love the big taste of Mountain Dew Code Crystal. But it was probably somebody tr- that was trying to say, like, hey, there's still magic in the world. And the world fought back and said, like, fuck you, man. No, nope. there's not, not fucking magic in this shit. place. What are you, announcing a new Bloodhound Gang album? I don't care. <laughs> the roommates, December 1st. The world is introduced to Elliot Page. Oh, hell yeah. Th- this was such a good reception. Like, I just love that instantly everybody, like, accepted this. There was no, I didn't see any shitty feedback from this. And, like, that felt good. And this year to just let him come out and just, like, this is me and have it accepted, great. Uh, great job, everybody, on that one. Great job. Love the little note. Read all that. And then everyone's support. Fucking fantastic. <laughs> Go, Elliot. Great, great, great. Great, 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 woo, great, woo, great, woo. So now the test, now the test is like, does he? Do we still see him in things though? Right, like because yeah. it's nice he, to that for him to come out and for him to be accepted. Yeah, they said he's still going to be an Umbrella Academy. They're not changing that. So at least one one company. Or one. I mean, have have a like a paying TV job, like a regular TV job before you do yeah. something like that. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just, would like to, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working it. on it. Cool. <laughs> the Chapman, Taylor Swift releases her second surprise album of the year called Evermore. That has to be a record for surprise albums released in one year, yes? <laughs> yes. I, it is crazy to release one of the most critically acclaimed albums of your career and go, fuck you. Here's my dick right in your face. I'm Taylor Swift. <laughs> Another critically acclaimed album. A better album title, I would say. <laughs> And, and 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 I do feel like uh, Taylor is amazing. I do feel like too many people are giving credit. I love the National. I love Bonavire. Uh, she chose them. It, they are her album. Stop saying it's only because they those people were on her. They album. appear. I'm gonna give like a point to the songs. roommates because you go around saying I love the National. I love Bonavire. So the roommates get a point there. <laughs> this is entirely her music and like her ideas. She just brought them on for a couple of songs, and the this album yeah. was one of the best surprises that 2020 could give us. It was brilliant. I absolutely loved it. And it was so subtle. She didn't feel like there needed to be a lot of like fanfare about it. It was just... The hey, drop, man! <laughs> a recording surfaces of Tom Cruise melting down about crew members not respecting COVID protocols. I felt so ambivalent about this because it's like, obviously, you know, Tom Cruise meltdown feels one way, but like... COVID protocols. I don't know, man. We all gotta we got gotta it. mind your P's and Q's, right? So it's like it's it's I don't know how to feel. It was one of those ones where everybody was like, Did you see Tom Cruise? And I was like, But isn't he kind of right? I didn't know where to stand on this. Like, you know, he's jumping on a yellow couch. I can laugh at that, but like when he's like, Everybody needs to mask up, I'm like, fuck yeah, let's jump on this couch, my dude. And is it because he thinks like Thetans are gonna try to like invade him if he doesn't have a mask? <laughs> yes, Maybe. Correct, but for it sure, doesn't yes. matter. But it doesn't matter because his policies are still sound. Mask up for whatever reason, audit if you feel feel like you need to later the info still correct yes all around <laughs> old MacDougals, december 18th um was that fucking luke skywalker <laughs> oh man oh yes it was Woo! <laughs> oh my god he got me he got me i'm gonna be honest i was watching this episode and i was caitlin like, did you cry caitlin did you cry i Who did it uh, 
Yeah, I like felt so many things. I had goosebumps. I did not think it was going to be him. There was very obvious now watching it and seeing the glove and then the saber and everything. Um, Mike, you're in. Oh, it was awesome. And it's rad that they grabbed Mark Hamill. But what a weak finale of a show. What? Are you fucking Let serious right now? Oh, fuck fuck Gideon is a shitty villain. Ooh, you hipster fucking oh. bullshit the idiot. Fuck out of here. Nothing's in that It was weak enjoy. sauce. Oh my he was never god. A threat. You never know what? Threat, Next time sure. Mike throws his hand up to like jump in, I will disregard that for sure. He Good, he's weak against the, the baby. Fatherly love. He kidnapped a was... baby. Do you remember? Moff Gideon was a shitty villain. You remember when Grogu was like a little no unsure and then R2 came in and started beep up and booping yeah. and then Grogu was Wait, like, yeah. oh, I'm going to jerk off to my childhood. Oh, 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 good. <laughs> there was no good villain. Oh, man. Dude, you're going to jerk off to someone else's childhood? That's gross. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Mike, I didn't know that. I thought that if you were born without a heart that you would die immediately when you were born and I wish that happened to you. <laughs> what if instead of your heart you had a turd? And you left it on Johnny Depp's bed. All right. Old, old <laughs> Mac- I remember her. Old McDougal's, you get an extra point for having Mike, the awful fucking Grinch ah. Mike. But next up is the superheroes. Mike and Cassie, here we go. I'm <clears throat> December 23rd. A woman posted a drawing that was done of her when she was 14 by the nerdy 12-year-old boy that sat behind her. That little kid, who obviously had a crush on her, was named young 12-year-old Weird Al Yankovic, and she put it on the <laughs> internet. <laughs> Good. I mean, good for her. Let's all post the drawings twelve-year-old crushers made of us. We are all so lucky to have people do that. <laughs> what the fuck? Did you? Did you fucking? In the last ten minutes, did you drink a, like a shot of venom piss? Like he got. What is wrong with you? Well, wait. What should my stance be here? The story. I of guess this was so belligerent. Yeah. <laughs> so I think you're doing it. You're nailing that. The story of this was so weird, though, because like he called her up and asked her, like they were talking. He's like, "Do you still have this?" And for her to be like, "Yes, let me show it to you." Like I don't have any. I don't have anything from past then. I don't know if I've just moved too much, but I would not hold on to something that a classmate gave me. I have heartbreaking notes of do I like you? Do you like me? And then like a thousand word letter of all the reasons I do not like you back. <laughs> but I, I you can just say no. You don't have to get expository. Just get I made it for you. A lot, a lot of syllables. <laughs> all right, Pikachu's. Here we go. December twenty fifth. HBO Max releases Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four on Christmas. Millions will watch. Few will like. And we I, couldn't have had a sadder Christmas, you know? <laughs> we were away from loved ones, and then we had to watch fucking Wonder Woman be a garbage cat's, like, worse than cat's show. It was when, so bad. When I heard Wonder Woman 84 was going to come out on Christmas, I was so excited. And then Christmas, I couldn't believe what I was seeing when I watched <laughs> Soul, the Pixar movie that made Christmas fantastic. Oh, my goodness. Have you seen Soul? Is that uh, what we were talking I, about? Soul? No. The one good Soul. movie that came out around December? Yeah. I, oh, Wonder man. Woman 84. Pixar does it again. Soul, check it out. Coming to Mike's Disney Plus. I mean, right now we're right now we're talking about Wonder Woman and we're not ruining the next card for the next person. The next Oh, movie. okay. So just Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman. Here's what I think people don't say enough about Wonder Woman 1984. She was so pretty. 
<laughs> and then Kristen Wiig was in the movie, and Kristen Wiig was also so pretty. They were so, so like pretty, but it, they also like took the whole message from their fucking thing, their ten minute monologue at the very end of thing. Like the taste buds. Here we go, December twenty fifth. Wow. The other Christmas Day home release is Pixar's Soul. I have nothing to say about this. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> Who wants Soul? I'll tap out. <laughs> Caitlin, I watched Soul. Um, it was soul sucking. <laughs> All right, I'll tap back in. <laughs> it was soul sucking, and Hicks, I didn't Pixar cry. has begun this thing where they don't make movies that are sad at the end. Yeah. They make movies that are sad like All throughout the, the middle. I will, I, I will say this though: need to don't, deal with more. Don't come out on the same day as a Pixar movie. Like, yeah, you'll yeah. be fucked. Part of why, part of Wonder Woman was a bad no, movie, but part of it yeah. was like on the same day as Soul. Are you serious? Don't do that. Yeah, the comparisons. I don't agree that it was worse than Cats. Cats was not a movie. <laughs> How come when Wonder Woman lassos <laughs> lightning in Wonder Woman, it looks crazy, but when Soul did it in Soul, it was really cool? <laughs> because right? it was built up in their origin story <laughs> that they could. But I will say that if you're going to release two di- two movies about uh, harnessing lightning, release them on the same day. That's yeah, important. right. Get, just get it out. All right, that was the so taste buds. Tries it at once. Uh, roommates, here we go. De- uh, December thirty first. Ben Affleck tries to carry a shitload of Dunkin' Donuts <laughs> yes. coffee. Yes. yes. <laughs> and ends the year oh. on a perfect note. Oh man, Woo. his fucking face when he dropped all of this stuff. His mail. Did he drop it? Like, Did he, he drop it all? He dropped. Well, he dropped his mail, but then like his his Dunkin' Donuts, like fifteen. Like, can we? And, I just need to talk about and, the way and, he grabbed everything. Wait, hold on, Caitlin. Faulty. Caitlin, yes. when you say mail, do you mean M A I L or M A L E? Because. <laughs> I feel like it was his- long and cylindrical. Well, it was just cylindrical, and it fell. Um, but no, it go was, ahead, Cassie. Uh, sorry, Mike, you're in. We've all tried to pick up too much stuff at once. I don't. I don't <laughs> like the hate he's getting for this. All right, his technique rule. was bad. His technique was bad. His face was bad, and then he it's gave the- really his mad. His face was bad because people all tried were- to do it, but we this all get is- made fun of when it happens. But no, then this they is sent the public version the of taking day. a shit. Fuck the paparazzi. <laughs> this is cruel of them. <laughs> It brought me joy. <laughs> if I want to right. shit in my own bed. That is that is time. Here we go. Number 100. I know this, I know this is against the rules, but I'm going to do it anyway. It's the, I think the chat men are up. Mike and Mac. Yeah, we are. Mm-hmm. January 15th, 2021. I know this is against the rules, but fuck it. January 15th, 2021. Parker Rose Haley is born. Yeah. Oh, what a magical day. A that changed everybody's life. The day before, Ryan said, I don't think it's going to be this day. And then it was definitely that day. And then we all pretended like we knew about babies. We were like, hey, Ryan, you're right. This isn't that day. It was. One of our own is a father, and everybody's cool mm-hmm. with it. And nobody's Ooh. worried. <laughs> <laughs> no concern whatsoever. Very so much joy instead. Just She's so this. tiny. Is there the prospect of her getting larger? I don't think so, Greg. <laughs> yeah. Are you, are you worried your dustbuster will vacuum her right up? Yeah. No. Well, I'm hoping that the dustbuster will send her to a different realm. 
She wears beanies better than you. Does that bother you? He does. Are you at all worried that there's no way that you will ever love her more than she loves you? Or vice versa, that she will never love you as much as you love her? I, I find it unfortunate that both my wife and my daughter will never understand that they love me more than I love them. <laughs> uh, you, you and your wife are historical assholes are you worried that it'll make an even bigger asshole you guys have so many questions um i just i i, I just think that a single uh super soaker to the face every morning is how you raise a child <laughs> funny. i'm are you at all worried that she's gonna grow up to be an alex p keaton style republican uh that is my only worry greg yeah <laughs> Stupid beard like Alex P. Keaton's I dad. swear to God, if she got swastikas tattooed all over her face, that would be no big deal to me as long as she does not think that Mitch McConnell has some good ideas. Oh, my God. That's so gross. That's She <laughs> wouldn't think that. Shellless turtle. That's... Never. Guys, that's century of the year. We have to take century. a break, and I have to do some point counting because I have... Do you guys have any idea what team won? No. God, no. Nope. <laughs> There's so many teams. I have no idea what team won, so... When we come back, the result of Century of the Year. So I guess that's the new version of Century of the Year. We did not take 100 shots of beer. No one did. Says you. And I guess that's fine. Mike seems super hammered, so that, that happened at least. <laughs> Mike, are you hammered right now? Old rules, same rules, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it, but if I could quote uh, Mike from other previous years. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. did that off air. He didn't say anything yeah. racist except against white yeah. people. Yeah, that's it's a good year for Mike. <laughs> oh, what are we talking about? The crown? I hate N words. That's typically what Mike says. I was aimed at the right race this year. <laughs> yes, uh, you did an incredible job. Uh, so we had ten teams this year. I I, I want to say first of all, all ten teams did a wonderful job. Equally in my brain, but not in my heart or my wiener. <laughs> because uh, they scored a, a wide variety of points. Um, I'm not going to go through the whole rankings. I'm just oh. going to first start with uh, the very, very bottom of the pile. Uh, do we have any guesses, by the way? Uh, who scored the least amount of points? of yeah, all? I think the professors. The Pikachus. Okay, so that's two Greg teams. Two Greg teams, yeah. <laughs> Two Caitlin teams, too. The professors got skipped on a couple turns. Yeah, I would say yeah. the host was not good. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, so if Mike thought that he was going to win or any of his teams were going to win, that's not going to happen. Uh, nobody got skipped, and that's just uh, <laughs> not, nonstop uh, soccer mom Karen baiting, which I'm not going to get into that argument. Uh, the 909ers. Oh, come on, man. The lowest skipped. I just want to say that. They're not Ver- that seems very cool. much last place. I represent. Started at the bottom. Now I'm here. Uh, Started yeah. at the bottom. At now the bottom. Started at the yeah. bottom. Started at the bottom. Now I'm here. This feels uh, oh. like home. Thank you. <laughs> I'm not going to go through. Don't know anything else. Nine through six. I'm just going to go through the top five. But All definitely right. tenth place, the 909ers, and it was by a lot. <laughs> Like, they, they lie. <laughs> okay, okay. They're too busy breaking <laughs> windows downtown Huntington to fucking play <laughs> game. All right, your third place team. And this is good if you get it, right? Yeah. I guess. I would say third is that's pretty good. 
It's Cassie and Mike. It's the superhero. Okay. I thought yeah, we'd do better, Mike. but okay. I'll ex- I'll take it. Your second place team is Old McDonald. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, I'm sorry, Old McDougal. Old Yuck. McDougal had a farm, Yuck. and that farm is second place. What? I'm now so I'm so damn proud of this. <laughs> Suck it. Uh, now third spot's insulting. Yeah, I would I would say uh, keep getting pissed because number one was the Chapman. Yeah. <laughs> Books reign supreme. Really Ivory towers, bitches. <laughs> I swear to God, I did not want this to happen. <laughs> Nobody did. This mentality is just getting more and more, you know, fuel to add to it. Hey, we just fired John Eastman. It's okay. Uh huh. (laughs) It did happen. The shine is back on Chapman. (laughs) All right. Well, that is it for Century of the Year. I don't know. What do you guys think? Did that work better than 100 shots of beer in 100 minutes? I'm going to remember this night, so I think that's a win. (laughs) (laughs) Worth it. I like the new format. Eight years. It's a little more competitive, I think, which is fun. Says Especially the winner. Fuck off. Yeah. Get out of here. Oh, I found a time or two to be competitive. I don't know. Maybe I just didn't even I, notice. Maybe. She's the I winner fu- and the loser. <laughs> I, I am sad that I'm not sweatily leading on every, anybody right now. And that's, yeah, that's, that's true. Previous years. <laughs> when Mike drinks, Mike sweats. For sure. And when Mike sweats, Mike drinks. <laughs> <laughs> But I can happily say, with the exception of the next four weeks of Movie of the Year, we are done with 2020, right? Yeah! All right, so next week we have albums, and then TV comedy, and then TV drama. So three weeks, and then we're done with 2020. Uh, We do a season of 2020. (laughs) For uh, Natural 20s, I am Movie of the Year. For Superhero Show Show, I am the OCD. For Mike McKenna, for McKenna... Caitlin for Caitlin. I am Cassie for Cassie. I am Greg. That is Century of the Year. Good night. Good luck. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye forever. That's it. <laughs> Ta da. Do we keep recording? Okay. Well, okay. And I would also like to say what a crazy year. Who's editing the show? I, I hope so. <laughs>